and hello and welcome, it is Talking Bollocks, thank you very much for coming back! Yes, or if it's your first time, thank you very much for stopping by. Um, this is Talking Bollocks, welcome. Um, this is the God knows how many edition, uh, it's a vocalist special with a vocalist, me, interviewing a load of other vocalists. Brilliant, eh? We've got Carl Willits, we've got Steve Grimmett, we've got Chuck Billy. I mean, you know, and little old me, um, annoying them all with a series of quite boring questions. So, um, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Howard H. Smith. I am your uh, your podcast man. I shall be your guide through the alphabet soup of metal that is Talking Bollocks. Um, I uh, am the uh, vocalist with um, UK thrash band Acid Rain, rebooted in 2015, coming, uh, just announced a tour, get onto that in a bit uh, for 2017. It's currently 2016, in case you weren't sure and have lost your calendar. Um, so that's what I do. I also host uh, this show, Talking Bollocks. You can find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook. You found the podcast, make sure you subscribe, download it, um, uh, review it, don't review it, shove it up your ass. don't really fucking care what you do with it. But please do tell people that it's around and tell people that they should be listening and please subscribe them whether they know about it or not. If you're a regular listener, you'll know what I mean. Um, and I'm also a stand-up comedian. I have been for the last 15, 16, 18, 20 years. Sometimes it, it depends how many years I put on it. You'll hear me mention various different periods that I've been doing stand-up comedy and you're probably shouting at the podcast going, hang on, you said 16. Well, you know, I don't know, whatever. I've, I've been doing it a long fucking time, all right? So, um, yeah, uh, my, my character that I do in stand-up is called Keith Platt Professional Yorkshireman. KeithPlatt.co.uk. That's right, yeah. Traditional. Gone traditional on yo ass there. A fucking website. Remember that, hey? Remember when you didn't just go to social media for everything? An actual website. Frightening. You can go to acidrain.co.uk. But you can't go to talkingbollocks.co.uk because it doesn't exist. But you, Well, it might do, but it's not for this podcast. But you can go to allaboutherock.co.uk, which is where this fucking po- podcast is hosted. So thanks to them. I haven't uh, dropped the name for All About The Rock for quite some time, which is um, rather remiss of me because without uh, that website, you wouldn't be uh, listening to this in your ears right now. And speaking of which, thank you very much for uh, lending me your ears for however long it is um however long this podcast ends up to be so um what has been happening in the month of um metal that has gone past um and i gotta say not a great deal uh, normally i make notes as i see things that kind of strike a chord or whatever but i i, I gotta be honest there hasn't really been much um the release of uh, moth and to flame by metallica which has, uh, which uh, has the honour of being the least slagged off new Metallica song for uh, well, a good long fucking time. It's it's a tune. It's a good song. I I like it. Um, needless to say, there are there are certain aspects of the of the drumming which again sound so uncontemporary. Um, but I, I I'm I'm just gonna have to give that up. I think we've just got to accept that dra- Lars is always going to sound like somebody who is drumming for help. He's trapped behind the kit. Please come and um, and get me out of here. So that sort of Morse code shit that he's been doing. Anyway, look, it's a good song. It's a good song. And what is interesting as well is just to kind of contradict myself there is if you've if you watched any of the making of of uh, Moth into Flame or if you've watched the making of um, Hardwired the song, um, you will see what a massive part Lars plays in the construction of songs. I mean. 
you know, ultimately, yes, he is there to be the drummer, but he's always been more than that. And he he has a, a fantastic and instinctive um, uh, talent for putting songs together and for arranging tunes. And, and just, just watch the making of those two and just see what a massive part he plays in in the construction of those songs it's huge it's huge so you know due respect is due that's not really not really worked has it but anyway there you go that'll be uh, the start of things not working as we move along um uh, what i haven't said for a while is uh, tunes i've been listening to or albums i've been listening to um and uh, and there are some uh some crackers for instance the new Destrage album no means to no end uh, or rather a means to no end um it's out now um i'm going to be playing a song at the end of the podcast um it's great it's wonderful um it's slightly less uh, mental than the last album are you kidding me no um friends of the show had Matteo had Matteo on um had Matteo and uh, the singer how bad is that that I don't know his name I was fucking terrible that I haven't remembered anyway and also a lack of preparation um and um if you're not used to that by now you never will be and if this is the first time you've been listening then this is the kind of slipshod unprofessional bullshit you can look forward to and that has been existing for over a couple of years now so anyway moving quickly on um yeah i will be playing a track later on from uh, from Destrage. it's a great album it really is great production uh, just um uh, just less emphasis on the the wackiness more emphasis on the the songs and the songwriting on it is absolutely superb absolutely love it um it's a real it's a, it's a really 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 good album um and now to an album that i have only just discovered and that is frank carter and the rattlesnakes and the album is blottom 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 what a cock um that is a cross between blotting and blossom i think well anyway the album's called blossom um frank carter um some of you may recognize the name he was lead singer in the gallows um i was never a fan of the gallows he went on and did something else after that and i i i just got stuck in a youtube hole um i fell down a youtube well and i ended up just and, and i came across the song uh, juggernaut and i thought fucking hell that is awesome so played a few more songs thought this is good found the album downloaded it wow fantastic ordered the cd um and it's great it is absolutely wonderful um it reminds me a little bit of sort of of, of early Rage Against the Machine because it's it's quite punky, but it, it it's it's quite metally, but it's not produced like a like a metal album, um, and uh, and it's great. I mean, he is absolutely fully committed to his lyrical delivery of that. There is no doubt. And there's and there's a new album coming in January, and I feel like it's a it's a little bit of a discovery on my behalf. Um, and I'm re- really really into the album. There's some great lyrics on it. Um, passionate delivery, some great riffs. It's not everyone's cup of tea. It's very punky. Um, so I know that the the, the full on metal is out. It's it. Um, but I, I yeah, I think it is. Uh, it's absolutely awesome. Frankly, I'm really, really, really enjoying it. It's absolutely cracking. Um, so isn't this um, a different way of um, uh, of starting out with a podcast? Isn't it positivity instead of me just going, oh, this is fucking shit. Um, uh, and um and I, I don't know look maybe it's me um i was tweeted by somebody um this month who said like look i've tried to get in, i've tried to get into the podcast but it's just too ranty for me which you know i get absolutely um 
but also I just thought I kind of thought you know I, I maybe I've just become a little bit of a one trick pony a bit and just kind of like right oh what's you know nah, 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 every every month and um I, this is not a conscious decision this is literally just the way this podcast has come out that um or rather this you know I've just got I haven't got a great deal of notes on anything that's been winding me up and and like I said it's a bit of a one trick pony thing a bit of a sort of moan 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 all the time um I don't know I think it becomes a bit predictable after a while and maybe maybe uh, you know we we need to have a little bit of a discussion about other things so um so something I wanted to talk about was um Acid Rain the band that uh, I I front in case you didn't know that where the fuck have you been? Um, we announced a tour coming up in 2017, the April Fools' tour. It starts on 31st of March and track goes through April. It's quite hilarious. Quite a few people have said, "Is this an April Fool?" Completely forgetting that the uh, tour was announced in October. There is no such thing as an October Fool, and if it was an April Fool, wouldn't we be waiting to April? We wouldn't be announcing it in October. But hey, you know, that's that's just a. It's just me being logic, logic, me being lo- me be logic, me being logical there. So what I wanted to talk about really was just the we announced the tour and um, you know the usual moaning about not playing people's back gardens, not playing playing their town, playing a whole like thirty miles away or somewhere. Oh fucking hell! You're not playing anywhere near me. What people usually mean by you're not playing anywhere near me means oh it's an hour away. Um, we are so spoiled in this country, it's unfucking true but there you go. Anywho, anywho, says the man who's just bought tickets for um, Max and Eagle's only European, uh, sorry, only UK date where they're doing um, Return to Roots, which is London, which is like fucking 20 minutes in a car for me, no problem. So, um, you know, obviously I never have to complain about gigs being too far away, but hey, do you remember when I went to see Suzanne Vega? And she was sold out in London, and I got in my car and went to fucking Braintree to see her. Cause I'm, but I'm used to travelling, because I travel for my, for my stand-up shows, which, by the way, still carry on unabated. You know, the, it's not like the band is a full-time or anything. Comedy is way more full-time than the band. Anyway, Tangent fans, let's get back to the announcement of the tour. Look, um, one thing I wanted to say is, oh, yeah, it's not me and me. Oh, oh you know, still no Leeds gig. Oh, fucking hell. Well, okay, if you're listening from Leeds or you want to know, look, we are not Metallica. We are not Slayer. We are not Anthrax. We are we are not a big band. Okay, we're not. Simple as that. Here is how it works. We don't just we don't sit down and go. Oh, where should we play? Well, let's play Leeds, obviously, because we need to play Leeds um, because that's where the band has a big following because we're from near there and blah blah blah. Oh, but we must play a Yorkshire gig because the band is from Yorkshire. Well, oh, okay, guys, it's twenty five years on now. 26 years by the time we do this tour since we did a headline tour I am the only person in the band from Yorkshire I've lived in London for over 20 years we are based in Exeter, Newcastle Bridge End and two of us in London okay so it's really it's not a Yorkshire band but I understand that people in Yorkshire still feel that fine but here's how it works. We do not sit down and write out a list of towns and cities that we want to play. Let's play everywhere we didn't play on the last tour. That'd be ideal. But here's the news. We have to put it out there, or rather our agent puts it out there, to all her bookers all over the country, Acid Rain, Headline Tour, Shrapnel in Tow as special guests, um, come back with your offers. And you know what? Shit fucking offers coming in from a lot of places 
So when you see those dates and you think, oh, you're not playing near me. Well, I tell you what, whatever city or whatever town you want us to play, go and tell the promoters in that town or that city that that's what you want because they're not communicating that with their offers to us, okay? Leeds, this is what our agent said, not a thrash metal city right now. Okay, so if you are in Leeds or you're near Leeds or Leeds is your your closest gig, breathe that in, suck that up, yeah? We did not get one serious offer from any venue in Leeds, okay? So you want to moan about us us not playing Leeds? Don't moan to the band, okay? Don't moan to the agent. Moan to your fucking venues and your local promoters. Simple as that. You know, it, we go where we're wanted. We go where we can make it work financially. If we've got promoters coming back and offering us decent money to play Manchester, Glasgow, Newcastle, Bristol, Southampton, because this is all the places we're playing, London, that's where we're going to go. Sorry, but we, we have to go where they are, where the, where the decent fees are, okay? So Manchester, for instance... Yes, it is in Lancashire. It's right in the heart of Lancashire. And the ceremonial county of Greater Manchester is in the middle of Lancashire and totally surrounded by Lancashire. But anyway, look, metal cities like Manchester are still kicking it. You know, good fees offered. You know there's going to be a crowd there. Um, Where we're going, we are going to where where the offers are. Simple as that. Simple as that. And please also, if you're out there and you're thinking about, you're thinking about, if you want to go, buy the tickets. Get the tickets early doors. Because believe you and me, if it gets to X amount of months out and it doesn't look like we're going to sell a decent amount of tickets, they will pull the shows. They will. Venues will pull them. So if you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'll get a ticket nearer the time. Don't. What the fuck are you waiting for? Get the tickets. Okay? Get the tickets. And that's just, that's, you know, that's for any band. For any band you're thinking of going to see, as soon as you see those dates, get the tickets. Promoters need to see those figures coming in straight away. They need to see those tickets coming in. So, uh, you know, next time you're thinking of, of like, saying to a band, oh, why aren't you playing? Blah, 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 the band don't sit around and tick off cities and go, oh, yes, let's play that. It doesn't work like that. And, I mean, I said to our agent, we'd love to play Leeds. And she came back with, yeah, well, that's not happening. Sorry. No offers. No even no serious offers. So that's the way it is. And, and how weird is this, right? The Newcastle gig, the way this has happened, the Newcastle gig, I was at a wedding in Hexham about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I met up with a guy I haven't seen for about 20 years. What are you doing now? Oh, I manage the Clooney in Newcastle. So if you're ever touring, oh, we're booking a tour at the moment. Are you? Yeah. Give me your number. Give me, give me his number. Give me his email. I give it to our agent. We're playing the Clooney. How fucking weird is that? Okay, that's cool. That's great. It's wonderful. It's worked out that way. But I'm just saying, from a band of our level, this is what happens. So you know, your larger band, and again, it's not just oh, you're not playing us. A decent offer may come in from a city, but we can't. You know, we can't. Um, we can't root it. So, for instance, we might be playing London. And you get a really good offer from Edinburgh for the following night. That's great, but London to Edinburgh—it's not happening. We need a gig. We we need a gig that's not the, not as far as that from a transport point of view because that is again that's all overheads. That travel costs a lot of money. You can't you know you want to route route a tour so it's decent travel between the gigs. It's all 
it's all overheads folks that's all money that you need to try and save because you know as sad as it sounds money saved is money earned and i know that is really sad and old but that's the way it is so you know please don't think that there is you know the reason why tours are the dates are rooted as they are and all the rest of it is purely to make it it's, it's because of money it's if the money don't work the dates don't work simple as that so before you moan to a band about how they're not playing near you just have a little think maybe that tour was rooted with more than what you want in mind okay it has to be rooted geographically it has to work financially it has to work it has to work for the venue it has to work for the band it has to work for the promoter it has to work for the agent it has to work for everyone involved and if it means that it's it's more than 30 miles from your house, maybe you shouldn't be bitching and moaning and maybe you should just be buying a ticket and fucking going, okay? But again, look, I'm not having a go at people. I am having a go, aren't I, really? Uh, but uh, what I'm trying to do is not have a go and not be Mr. Ranty and not go, oh, fucking hell, you cunts, cunts, cunts. What I'm trying to do is make a point that, look, everything, it gigs have to work for everybody involved. And ultimately, if it doesn't work for you, you know, sad face, but it works for everybody else. It's working for the band. It's working for the management. It's working for the agent. It's working for the booker. It's working for the promoter. It's working for the venue. So if, all, if it's working for all of those people and it doesn't work for you, then, you know, sad for you. But there's a reason why that's happening. And that's because that venue and that booker and that promoter are pretty damn sure that they know they will get enough people in to that venue on that night. Okay, and that is what they have to know to be able to book the gig. So if it's a little bit far for you, sorry, but that's the way it goes. So if you live in Liverpool, you know, and you're moaning that we're not playing Liverpool, we're playing Manchester, shut the fuck up, go there. Okay? If you're moaning that we're not playing we're not playing Leeds, we're not playing Sheffield, we're not playing Yorkshire, we're playing Manchester, shut the fuck up, go there. Okay, really is it that much of a drag? If it is, then stay home. For absolutely fine with that. But people who haven't seen us for 25 years moaning that we're playing a full hour away, you know, really? Really? Is that what your life has become? Is it? Oh, is, is, is that a mission for you? Now, look, I understand that I don't have a wife. I don't have children. I've made a commitment to performing for a living. And that means that I, I am used to traveling distances. I'm used to getting there. And I probably have a lot less commitments and things in the way for me than other people. But ultimately, seriously, if you want to go somewhere, if you want to do something, then do it and don't fucking moan about how it's it's a little bit far away. Get out of your comfort zone and fucking do it. I got to, I, I, you know, it, I, if it doesn't work for you in the way your life is at the moment, fine. But it's a one-off event. So what I'm saying is, why not just go out of your way a bit and make it work for you you know fuck it have a whole night out get yourself a and b or a night out in the hotel come along as a couple get a babysitter for the night enjoy yourselves let your hair down i'm just putting it out there okay i'm not a, i'm not i'm not a relationship counselor but i'm just saying and i'm not being deliberately reserved here guys i'm not i'm seriously not i'm not you know don't worry there there you know i'm sure there'll be rants in the future there'll be more rants to come but this is this is a fairly you know a fairly chilled episode here um and speaking of which let's shall we get 
one of the interviews on Why Not. It's coming up to about 20 minutes. I always like to um, I always like to get... Uh, well, look, I'm, I'm going to go with the first interview. Now, the first interview I'm going to bring in is Steve Grimmett. Lovely to see him again. We had a really nice chat. Now, look, this interview does suffer from a certain, like, of the from the old days from the bad old days right i'm interviewing steve and there is a support band playing in the background now some of you are not going to be able to listen to this interview because it, there's too much background noise i understand that okay if you if you're like me you're able to focus because i have listened back to it if you like me you'll be able to focus on but i do understand i totally understand if you can't i'm you know i'm sorry that's the way it is but if you can't Keep, skip, just keep skipping through it skip ahead and get to there's a big section where there's no band in the background um, and there's there's some really interesting stuff in there as well so there is something in there for everybody in this interview it was really good to, I mean I haven't seen Steve for uh, donkey's years um, quaint English expression there um, if you're uh, if you're a racist like Quentin Tarantino you'd say I ain't seen him in a coon's age but you know I'm, I wouldn't say anything like that because I'd never get away with it because I'm not on film but um so anyway, here we go. Um, this is me and Steve Grimmett just chatting in the underworld um, in Camden for the first time in, I think we figured out, well, at least over 20 years. Here's me and Steve. Um, so here I am in the underworld again, and um, I'm, um, I'm sat here with my, my old mate, my old mate and my old sparring partner, um, Steve Grimmett, um, formerly of Grim Reaper, then then uh, then formerly of Onslaught, and now currently of Steve. Do we call it Grim Reaper again or Steve Grimmett? Steve Grimmett's Grim Reaper. Yeah. When right. um, I see what you've done there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it, no, it was it, it, it was something that Nick and I, Nick Bocock, the original guitarist. Yes. And I set up because you know when we started getting work. Um, I invited him to join me and do it, but he's a busy guy. Yeah. And he said that you know he didn't want to do it, um, but he didn't want me just to go out with the Grim Reaper name. Yeah, that's understandable, isn't it? Because yeah. he said, not. He said it sounds like a reform, you know, reformation. And, yeah. And, and he said, no, I don't really want to do that. And I said, yeah, that's fine. So came up with. You know, we'll do Steve Grimmett. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, as, as, as opposed to um, as opposed to an egotistical arsehole like me, who just puts acid rain back together and fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, Nick was my first port call when yeah. we started to do it. So, well, he really he has done a couple of shows with you, hasn't he? Yes, uh, he's he's but, I mean, a while I've back. He's but... done four now. Uh, Twenty fourteen. Did, uh, that was our first return to states in 13, no, 20 odd years. Yeah. And uh, he joined us for that one. Then uh, he came over last year to get to do um, Sweet Rock. Right. That. And then he's joined us two other times in the states, and he's going to join us again on this tour that is coming up for us in the States. Yeah. Uh, but he's only going to do one show there and it'll only be towards the end of the set because we're playing all our new stuff. In right, OK. Bit, but we're playing the new album so he can't yeah. really join in and do that. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, 
it, it's 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 very rare slash I've never sat down and chatted with anyone before who who's in a, like a similar position to myself, which is like you know being the only original member. Um, and it's kind of like I mean, you've, but the thing is, you've this isn't something that's like just come out of the blue. You've you've kept this going for a good, you've, yeah. you've, but you've dipped in and out of other stuff as well, haven't you? Because you did the Sanity Days. Yeah, we did the Sanity. Did you do days. an album as well? We did. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure I played a track on my podcast. Yeah, Evil Beyond the album's called, uh, and it got released and everything. But then uh, Al Jordan, the guitarist, got cancer. Oh fuck and, me! Yeah, and uh, he was very, very ill, poor bastard. And, um, yeah, cancer will do that to yeah, you, won't it? So, and I think I think he's okay now. So, um, I, I, you know, we could do stuff like that, but at the moment, I'm really too busy. To uh, do well, that. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got a fucking massive US tour coming up. Yeah, two months in the states, back for. Uh, t- I think we're back on the twenty. 20- 5th of November, yeah, and we've got um, uh, another show on the 3rd of December in Sheffield, the yes. Hard Rock Hell in Christmas. Yeah, yeah we got that. Uh, then we've got the rest of December off, and then first week in January we fly out to South America for it's at least four weeks. It could be six yeah. weeks. Yeah. And we've got Japan to do, but that's being talked about now, and so there's no dates for that. But yet. that's but that is that's exactly what you want though, isn't it? You know, there's nothing worse than being in a band, especially if you put an album out and be sat around sat around waiting for the call of what tours you're gonna do. Yeah. No, we've we've you said know. we've got uh, we um, we we've got, we've done enough touring now to get people that we would that we want to work with and that can do the band good yeah and um, we've got a good uh, agent now in the states we've got a tour manager in the states who I think you know he's a, he's a and I know funny actually I was talking to him last night on Skype and then I suddenly realised I knew him <laughs> Never met him, but I knew him. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah so that was really good. And so we got a great team out of there, and um, and we get, and that's happening all over the world. You know, like yeah. My wife runs the band, always my manager, but I think it's it's getting too big for it now. So right. this this guy, uh, the tour manager in the states, is a manager as well. I'd like to probably use him to replace Millie. So, yeah, we'll see, see what happens with that. But yeah, uh, and, and as well as keeping doing the sanity days and, yeah. and keeping this thing going, let's not forget Lion's Heart. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a, you know, you've you've, you've been busy, haven't you? You, yeah. you know, it's like people would sort of see. Steve Grimmitch Grim Reef and think, oh, oh yeah, well, they're back, are they? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's the first new album for a good long time, isn't it? It's, yes. And 20, it's 27, 28 years. And it's been, but it's been in the work a long, works a long time, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I it's, mean, this must feel like, I know it, it's like the beginning of a long road of touring, but just getting the album out must feel like the end of a particularly yeah, absolutely, long yeah. road. Was, you know, that's been three years in the making. Yeah. And, um, 
Well, I, re- I, rem- I remember reading in 2014 it was coming out em- any minute. Yeah, you know? we, got, we, yeah, we got so far with that and then decided it wasn't good enough and, and replaced members and um, now it's good enough and it's well good enough. Um, so, so there was that. Uh, and we've been doing the Reba thing since 2001. Yeah. Um, uh, and in between that, you know, done the Sanity Days thing. But Lionheart, we've, we've, we've done, I've done four albums with Lionheart. Yeah. And um, so, it's, that's, that's not been as, Lionheart wasn't as busy as I hoped it would have been. But, yeah. Um, same with, because uh, there's a Steve Grimmick Band album out as well. Um, but do you, know, do you know what? I know exactly where you're coming from. Lionheart, it's a different name. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, you keep coming back to that cachet of the Grim Reaper. Of Grim Reaper, it's yeah. it, it, it gets people in. It's it, it, it shifts units. And yeah. I'm, so I mean, you know, I've, I've had people say to me, "Oh, well, look, it's not you and the rest of the band. Why don't you just call it like you know, H and Friends or something like that?" I said, "Because no one's fucking booking that band. No, no one. You know, including me. And not only that, but how does it make any sense to be going out?" And playing an entire set of Acid Rain songs and being called someone else—that's yeah, yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's that—it's—it's it, it's that name, you know. Yeah, um, you, I mean, I don't know what you, you, you're doing really, but you know, it, my intention was to go professional with us, you know. Yeah. And I've managed to do that, and the last 18 months have been professional, and, I, and I've got money doing it, which is fucking great. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's what we're that's what we're all aiming yeah. for, isn't well, it? Not, really. You know, I'm not after being a millionaire. That'd be nice, but that ain't going to happen. No, but ultimately, if you can turn round, if you can turn round to anyone, a load of people listening to this, saying, "I absolutely love what I do for a living." I do. It is. It is effectively. I'm earning a living from a from a hobby yeah. that I would gladly do. Yeah. I mean, people listening to this, most people, they'd cut their arm off to do something like that. Yeah, I know they would. You know? Yeah. And, it, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah, it is. You know, and um, I love it. I've got to say, I absolutely adore it. And, uh, you know, and, and for me, it's taking, taking care of my fans. You know? Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, and that, that is it. At the end of the day, that's what it is all uh, about. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. If you get, you know, you, I mean, just, well, we did a, did a first tour nearly a year ago, um, which is bizarre because it doesn't feel like that. And, um, you know, people coming up to you saying like, oh, you know, it's make, make, making me feel like a teenager again. And that song, this happened in my life. And, you know, and you and the stories people have mm. and the lives that you've affected mm. in, and you don't know any of this. Mm. No, you know, no, no, it, no. but, it, but it, I, for me, that's the biggest buzz of all, is mm. to, hearing all those stories and seeing the looks mm. on people's faces oh. and just thinking, Awesome. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. It's priceless, actually. Yes. Yeah. And it's not priceless in a funny way. It really is priceless, you know. And um, it, it, we, whenever we go out, that's how it is, you know. And, and we always make a, a point of um, uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes after we've, we've finished, we go out back out in the crowd and start, you know, do a meet and greet, an informal meet and greet. To look after those guys that have paid the tickets for us to be there. Yeah, absolutely, and absolutely. That, that is that is. Well, I don't, I, look, I, I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but for me, I 
I, I find that as enjoyable as they do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because, cause, you know, they, they really want to tell you this story they've got or this yeah. thing, thing that happened related to your song. I want to hear it. Mm. I really want to mm. hear it, you yeah. know, because that's, that's, that's how, that, you know, that's, connect, there's like a connection there mm. that you share with complete strangers. Yes. You know, and I love hearing those stories. Mm. Yeah, I really it's do. It's wonderful, it really is. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, absolutely awesome. It is. I mean, I, I and it, it, the thing is, is well, it's funny. It, you never know who's listening. No. Do you know what I mean? You, you, mm. you, you, you get in all sorts of different walks of life, all different kinds of people. Mm. I mean, I, mm. I, I, I interviewed last night uh, Monty Pittman, who plays in Ministry and and played in Prong, but he also um, has been Madonna's guitarist for sixteen years. Mm. And he's like, "Oh, how's Acid Rain going?" I'm like, "Fucking hell!" Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you said to a little, <laughs> little, little, you know, little old me when we were gigging back in the day with Onslaught, you know, oh yeah, mm. Madonna's guitarist knows who you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you don't know who's listening. You don't no. know. And no. also, uh, also, what what amazes me is the ages. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You get, you have kids coming up mm. to you. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, and it's yeah, just that's, that's the whole thing. That's handed down by the parents. And, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we've got a whole new audience, really. Got to love the internet. Yeah, and that's that is a, a, a God-given gift, really, because that just makes it easy. You know? Well, let, well, let, let's look back in the day. You know, no way you no way you doing a month in South America. You're not you're not doing anything in South America because they can't get the bloody records. No. So they don't know who you are. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. it's changed completely, changed the whole ball game. Oh, it has, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, yeah there's obviously it's been negative effects, like mm. you know, when it all rolling in cash. Mm. But um, were were we ever? Well, you must have been. No, but, you know, <laughs> no, but, um, I really, really haven't. I've, no, I'm still trying fighting for for money from the eighties. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. Mm. I don't still doubt it. it now, and I, I've now got an American lawyer. Uh, although my record label uh, want to get involved in getting it for me, they're not interested in having any of the money. They just <laughs> think it's an absolute fucking shame that it's happened, you know. Yeah. So uh, well, yeah, we'll see. I'm trading emails with a publishing company mm. for six for six hundred and eighteen pounds. For six hundred, you'd think it was six hundred grand. Mm. The way they're carrying on, you really would. Mm. It's just like. Just, just fucking pay. And the thing is, they they they, they keep sending me emails about all these these uh, processes that they have in place to safeguard their artists. I'm like, yeah, I'm one of your artists, mm. and apparently I have been for eight years. Mm. Uh, you've never fucking said a word to me. I've got in touch with you. You know, mm. oh, no, that's that's what I'm going through with uh, RCA at the moment. Basically, they ask for all these conditions. That's uh, RCA. Well, if you didn't hear that, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, they uh, they asked me to go through fucking hoops, which I did, uh, to prove who I was, blah, blah, blah. Uh. And uh, we got so far, and then it was just like, well, we're still not going to pay you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, right, okay, what do I do now? And I, I got in touch with solicitors here, and they only did so much, to be fair. But I, I've got a guy out in the States now, he's actually a friend who's a... A lawyer out there, and uh, he's like he's chomping at the bit. Uh, so I'm, I'm meeting up with him when I get into San Diego, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna set a plan to get my money. Cool. 
long overdue. Yeah, it is really. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't Slightly. know how much is there. Well, the thing but is, as well, is like if you because if it was the other way around, oh, they'd be charging interest. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it's in your fucking contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at what rate? Mm-hmm. The lot. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. So um, I, I was thinking the other day, you know, I can't remember what it was. Do you realise it was um, the Liverpool Everton? I was thinking last time, we're, last time we did a gig together, it was, you know, acid rain and onslaught. I think it was Walsall Junction 9. Junction 9. Right. Do you know when that was? It was the day Liverpool and Everton played the FA Cup final, which I think would make it about April 1989 yeah I probably think. yeah yeah probably about right yeah fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> how do you look back on the um, I'm, I, I, I'm interested how do you look back on that whole thing because it was a weird it was a weird kind of what, arrangement the onslaught yeah because um, it was a weird kind of arrangement really well, wasn't it it, it, it was and, and it sort of came at the right time for me because Grim Reaper had, had all, all but finished yeah, and um, so you know, and and they did pay me. It wasn't fucking a lot of money at all, um, and uh, but it was something new. Yeah, and it was something that I wasn't being restrained to do, and you know, because we couldn't even play Reaper. It was it, it, we got <laughs> we left Ebony Records because he owed us a shitload of money. Um, and several breaches of his contract, so we left. And he hit us with us with a, a lawsuit, a lawsuit, yeah. and that stopped us from working. And RCA yeah. dropped us like a hot brick too, because they didn't want any of the shit. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty down time that was, and, and for, especially for me. And uh, well, I know Nick suffered with it as well, but yeah, it was. Um, well, that's horrible because basically your outside forces are taking away not only what you love to do, but yeah. you know, how you make a living. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's... It's, it was shit. It was a really shit time. And yeah. then, of course, Onslaught came, came my way and I took it and, and you know, because I played, you know, I hadn't done many gigs in my own country to start off. Yeah. Uh, I've never done Europe, ever. So it was all... Um, it was all good, really. Yeah, because Onslaught was primarily UK yeah. and Europe, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you get into... And, uh, you know, basically, that's I used it as a stepping stone, really. I mean, I got on all, with all of the guys but one, and... Uh, oh, which one was that? Oh, I think you can guess. <laughs> Mr Nigel Rocket. Um, but, yeah, um, and... and I did have a good time, but I mean, everybody will say to you that, that it wasn't really me. Um, so uh, I'd already started a project. I started the Lion's Heart but, project. But, but to be honest, just to just to cut across you there, um, you might, you and the people who knew you might have known it wasn't really you. Hmm. But um, for the for the direction onslaught had gone for mm. in search of sanity the force no that definitely wasn't you Mm-mm. right but in search of sanity that it, it was a departure for them and it yeah. almost made sense yeah to have a it different did. vocalist yeah it, it did and you know poor Sai, i mean he's probably stuck his tits off to do what he did with that um have you ever so have you ever heard size version of it then? yeah i'd yeah. love to because i think I, it's, it's it's kind of one of the sort of 
UK thrash mysteries. Do you know what I mean? I know, yeah, yeah. I've probably got it somewhere, but I, I certainly won't. Well, while you're away on tour, I'll break in and get okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was... Um, yeah, basically that was a, a, a bit of a rescue job because our, uh, uh, London Records had rejected the album because of it. So yeah. um, it was a rescue job. And it, in fact, they had me down at the London office to say, can you do this? It's like, yeah, I'm a fucking singer. Of course I can do it. You know. But it was... Um, it, they sent me four songs on, on tape because the only thing I had to hand was a four-track machine, right? Uh, a, a tape machine, and uh, so I did sort of listen to it, listen to what uh, Sai had done, and then uh, put my own spin on the whole thing, and which is why it ended up the way it did. And to be fair, it's still their best-selling album to date. Yeah, yeah. So you know. Make of that what you will, exactly. I believe, that, yes. that look on your face yeah. soon. Have you and Si, have your paths ever crossed? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with Si. So yeah. he's, he's, well, no, I mean, there's, there's, sure there's no reason there should be no, any. None at all. Yeah. He wasn't even in the band when I... When no, I absolutely, so, yeah, yeah, no. You know, yeah. No, I, I, I certainly don't like the way he was treated by... Uh, the, the onslaught camp. Yeah, or, wasn't, or wasn't so much. Wasn't so much. Uh, it was just. It was just Nigel. He. he oh, long story short, he, he just blasted him every time uh, for not doing a good job. But they were asking him to do something that he couldn't do. You know, and mm -hmm. um, well, he could have done, but it would have taken a long time to do. Yes, because I have yeah. heard him on. On other stuff, and it's, I'm like, that's Sai, fucking hell, you know. Yeah. He's a good singer, and uh, and I think he deserved better than being treated that way, you know. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I have met him and uh, several times actually. But oh, he's a lovely, he's a lovely bloke. He's a lovely he's bloke. A, that's yeah. the thing about all of us singers, though, isn't it? We're all lovely blokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just the rest of them. Yeah, it's just a, I, you know, I had a lovely one the other day. There's two kinds of people in the music business, yeah, singers and staff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, so you were saying you, you were so you were kind of putting lines art together in the background, or yeah. was it just sort of forming in your mind no, no, towards the end of onslaught, or sort of parallel towards, towards the end? Because um, we could all see. Like we could all see the fucking end thrash coming yeah. was just like yeah. I mean we split up you lots you lots split up the week after and Sabbath split up the week after that I mean it yeah. was just like you know yeah it was um yeah I, I decided I wanted to go down a route of doing something that I hadn't done before and and stretching my vocals out really so we we headed down the blues based rock thing with lines yeah you up. did yeah and it was good the first album was absolutely stunning album and. Uh, I, I like the fourth album we did as well, but um, well, that first that first album, um, that's my mate Zach's on that, isn't he? No, not on the first one. Oh, what he came along on the second one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the first one was uh, I did lose the twins then. Well, I fired them in the end. Oh, I, I remember the oh, yeah the, the twins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was more than I could fucking stand. Oh, mate. And just uh, I don't know, yeah. 
Yeah, and uh, but you know the album was stunning. It went straight to number one in the Japanese charts, which is unheard of yeah, for a non-Japanese band. You were huge in Japan, weren't you? Massive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. I can't. I can't really. Yes, I, yes, I could think of better times, but that was just awesome to go to a country and, like, you know, I can't walk down the street. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. It was good in that way. Steve, sorry to interrupt. Yes. Just I saw on the Rockingham. Is that your lion's heart that's doing Rockingham, or a different no. lion's heart? No, that's Lionheart. Oh, okay. Lion's heart. It's yeah. quite frankly, chum. I thoroughly enjoyed Lion's heart. Well, there you Thank go. You, you see? Yeah. There you go. Can't, can't believe. Yeah. No, that's. Um, uh, what's his name? Dennis Stratton. Oh, he's, okay. uh, he's been asked to reform the band for oh, that right. show. Yeah. Okay. Well, if uh, you ever, well, <laughs> well, there you go. Interrupt. No worries. You're, you're you're on the podcast, by the way. I don't edit anything, so you'll be on there. <laughs> well, did you record us playing? Uh, yes. You're in the background. Yes. You're in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, yeah, you did um. Yeah, also, I'm sorry, I was, um, Lions are a wonderful business in Japan. Oh, yeah. I, I remember with, um, um, you know, Zach telling me about it. It was, um, yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, but again, you, like four albums. Well, you, like you said, you lost the twins. I remember, yeah. I remember, I remember hearing like the, uh, you know, inverted commas about the twins. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a shame. And then uh, I got Nick Burr and Zach in. Uh, Nick did the. F- did the one album and basically we uh, Graham that my keyboard player in Lions Heart um, he was a studio engineer in his own right and basically we decided that we wouldn't put the money into uh, another studio we'd use the money and build our own so and record the album in there so that's what we did and uh, you know I sent Nick away to say right you've got the right uh, an album's worth of material, just, just, um, just, just the, the the music, you know. Now mm-hmm. I'll I'll put the rest of it too. And it took us fourteen months to do this studio, and that was every day I was working on it. Wow! And uh, when it came time to to like start thinking about getting in the studio, Nick hadn't done anything. And we started to rehearse songs that we did. He wouldn't turn up, oh, you know. And Zach was oh. obviously coming down from up north. Yeah, my drummer was coming from Bridge, Bridge End, you know. So it was like, no, no, Nick, who lived fucking six miles up the road. Oh man. Uh, so so um, I had to get rid of him, and I got in a friend from the states, um, Brooks and James, who used to play for Taiketo. Um, and that that was kind of an experiment which went wrong really that was not that was not a, a great album and then uh, I did the fourth one with Ian we were going to do um, basically a Steve Grimmett album and we got persuaded to, to carry it on with the, with the name Lines Art so we did uh, we got a fourth album and was it so when you say got persuaded would, would that have been the, the, the Japan influence again just say, look, it was, it's yeah. worth doing it just for Japan. Well, yeah, yeah, that's basically people were saying that to us. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, right, okay. It's, it's almost like I've been in a band, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we did. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 
basically, but it didn't, that album didn't do well either. And um, so that was it, as yeah. far as I was concerned. The, the, was, the metal gods were trying to tell you something. Yeah, well, I was about to give it up after that. And then we did um, Keep It True in 2001. And I kept looking out at the crowds, you know, from backstage. To, as every band got up to, to see what was going on yeah. and, it, and it looked to me to be for a total flop you know, there wasn't very many people coming up to see the bands and shit so I was like yeah right, I'm making the right choice to get out blah blah blah, blah. and uh, when we went on fucking hell the place was packed <laughs> it was packed from front of the stage right to the back there's also two uh, balcony either side. They were full up. Yeah. And it was a stonking gig. It was absolutely stonking. And um, basically that was it then. It was like, right, okay, let's carry on doing this. Yeah. So we did that for a number of years. And then, well, I can't say it dried up, but it was, um, especially in, in Germany, we weren't getting invited to, to Wacker and things like that. Yeah. And, and I'm not sort of talking to Ian, the guitarist, about it. Said, well, let's write something new. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. And of course, and I'm sure that's what it is. Yes. So we'll see. Well, that, well, funnily enough, that's what, um, that's what I've heard as well. Because um, we, you know, we, we headlined um, the second stage at Bloodstock this year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some people would say, well, you know, what, what about Hellfest and what about, you know, Backham and or Rockham Ring and stuff like that, you know, which is feasible. But, you, you know, you've, it's no good just being back. No. You know, no. got it, we, we still live, or the music business still lives in a world, or promoters still live in a world where they want you to have some new product out. Because, and quite rightly, because they think, well, you know, new products is going to bring new people and old people out to see you, as opposed to, oh, it's just them coming around playing the old stuff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we've only been back, um, well, the first song was August last year, but we did a tour coming up to a year ago. But, you know, we're working on an album. Because I don't, I, I don't want to let the grass grow. No. You know, there's no point. And also, I think as well, because I've got a different lineup. I, this is, it's about, it's about looking forward. Yeah. You know, it's about creating a future, and about, and the only way to do that is give people new material. Yeah. Because, you know, if it, it, you, if we, if, if we just keep trying to milk, oh yeah, we're back to hear all those songs again. Um, it's just a fucking acid rain tribute band, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. without without new stuff. That's and that's why we put a single out yeah. before we played any gigs. We put a new song because I wanted to say, look, here, this is what this new band yeah. is capable of. Yeah. You know, and this ain't just all about going out and playing the old songs. You know, there yeah. is there's going to be a future to this. There's a point to it, yeah. which I think you've got to do if you've got very few original members as well. Um, and uh, you know, you've, you've finally managed to get this album together, man. Do you know what? Actually, your your American um, distributor sent me an email because I'm in touch with her as well. Yeah. And I got I got the um, grid, the 
Grim Reaper first album for X amount of years coming out in the States but then so I emailed her back yesterday and said oh I'm uh, catching up with my mate Steve tomorrow I'll say hello for and I just got an email from her on the way here going oh man that's awesome because she's, she's a listener she's like oh yeah. can't wait to hear it and she's fucking really excited about it yeah. really excited about it's, it it's, I really like having to hold back because it, it, it looks like that everywhere yeah, they think that, but you've, you've, you've got to keep those expectations haven't yeah. you yeah. you got because yeah. yeah it's especially the way the business is now yeah. it's like you know 2 million likes on Facebook and you know like 100 albums sold I know yeah it's fucking yeah. insane yeah. but we're also you more than us but us as well we're, we're lucky to have old school fans as well yeah because yeah. they're your bedrock they're your yeah, foundation yeah. Yeah, see, they? mine is it's, it's all new Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, okay, yeah, well. It's all new. They, they, Fuck they, me they, for making assumptions. No, 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 it's not an assumption. It's, uh, you know, they're teenagers. 20 wow. year olds, 30 year olds. You see people of my age on there, but... Just on stage? Yeah. <laughs> just a load of old fuckers on stage. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's... Um, we've got... Um, You know, I can be playing and I look out the audience and have a good look around and think, fucking hell, do you know what? These songs are older than you guys. <laughs> That's a great line, do you use that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is I do sometimes, yeah. 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 And, um, but they fucking love it. it, it's, it yeah, but do you know what? Good songs are good songs, aren't they? I can't, you know, I'm not knocking it. and. and if they like the band, then that's fucking all well and good. Because it means I get to come out and see them and be in their country and play for them. Yeah, absolutely. And there's that element as well. I mean, yes, travelling is tiring. Yeah. And that does sound like such a fucking arty get-out when there's yeah. people thinking, what's tiring about being on holiday? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know, yeah. Most people will say, oh, do you have a nice holiday? But then, you know... I mean, I, so I can tell you what the inside of 24 venues look like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What do you see in the States? Uh, toilet door, uh, <laughs> back door, back entrance. Uh, yeah. Uh, the occasional shower. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's all like, it's, 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 it's all of it. At the end of the day, I love doing it. Start. Love doing it, yeah, and, and, and that's it really at the end of the day. And I will continue to do it as long as you know I'm healthy and I can do it. But like I say, going back to the toy, it is the hardest work I've ever done. Yeah. And, and uh, in the early days, I used to work on building, you know, building games. So yeah, that's that's physical enough. But this, it, it's really hard work. Well, the thing is, it's like, it, and I. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna be as, um, even more unpopular with. Actually, no, it's not unfair. It's unfair on drummers, but there is something about being up there singing for an hour, hour and a half, however long you do, that you really are. You're taking it out of yourself, and not in a way that you know guitarists don't. They put a lot into it, and drummers put an incredible amount into it. But they're using parts of their body that 
do that anyway. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you know yeah. what I mean? But from a singing point of view, you are you are using parts of your body that were never meant to be doing this no. for, for this long at that level. No. And you are, you are, you are right, you are right on the edge. And, pe- and people who think like you know, oh singers, yeah, they're all a bit, oh they're all a bit, you know, a bit snotty. But it's like, no, they're they're a bit quiet, they're a bit withdrawn because they're trying to save their voice. Yeah, trying to save the voice. That, I mean, that's all. You know, the things I do these days, which I didn't do many years ago. You know, I use in ear monitors, which stop, you know, stop you straining. Really? Oh yeah. Um, I use. Um, uh, I, I use my own microphone. Nobody ever touches that. Well, same here. Yeah, and, I do. And I've, I've got a, a spray that you put on it, which sterilizes, sterilizes it. So yeah, uh, do that. Um, and I just you know, when I know I've got tours coming up or I'm out and somebody's got a cold, you know, I'm off. Yeah. It appears that you're an asshole, but you're not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's, but you know, it, it's 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 it, it's it's no, it's no it's no different to um, to, to the way guitarists protect their hands and yeah. drummers are. But it, it's just unfortunately that it's it's a bit antisocial. It is, yeah, because and not only that, really. If you're doing all these tours, you you need eight hours sleep a day as a singer. Yeah. Because you know you're using something physical, uh, like you say, you know, and you. You need to rest it. It needs to repair. Yeah. Yeah. Had I known that when I was a kid doing it, and you know, I wouldn't have got in. Couple of beers here and oh. chatting to people. The the hardest thing for me is when you come off stage and that adrenaline is still pumping, and it's and it, and it, it, it it's like you want to go and talk to everybody. You know, you want to. It's like you want to talk about the gig and 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 also. Um, if you're supporting, which which we did last year, you want to talk to people. But if you end up out in the crowd and the band's on, you talk a bit. And, oh, yeah, you know. I know. I, I I really, you know, after we finish a show, towel down, get changed if you, if you need to, and then you know we we took 15, 20 minutes. We go out and do an impromptu meet and greet. Yeah. Always do that. And uh, sometimes it's quick and, and, and it's painless. Other times it can be hours, uh, depending on if the crowd stay there or not. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, not the worst one I've done. I can't say it's the worst thing. <coughs> I did, uh, the best and the worst. The best, the best time, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Was uh, first time I played in uh, Sao Paulo. I was signing stuff for three and a half hours. Fuck me. It was fucking intense. It really yeah. was. But yeah, great. You know? Yeah, yeah, but it's still three. That's three and a half hours, though, isn't it? But again, but again, that you learn, don't you? And it's like it's that the key time is when you come off stage. It's like right, okay, enjoy this moment, enjoy this moment. Yeah. But you have to just yeah, you do yeah. just yeah. channel it and just just come down, take it easy, relax. Yeah. Like you yeah. say, towel down, have a shower. Yeah. You know, and just get your bearings, as it were. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It's it's a it's a surreal place the stage. Mm. It's yep. a surreal surreal place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I, I don't know about you, but I, you know, you never lose that, never lose that fascination, mm. never lose that 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 buzz. No, 
an op tour. And I love being in the studio too, as much as I like being, you know, doing the, the live Oh, show. you're a lucky man. Well, I've got my own studio, so it's like, you know, it's nice and easy. Yeah, all right, okay, that is nice. That's where we recorded this album, in my own studio. But, um, yeah, it's good. I love, I love the, the music. I, I love making music. Every aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. I like writing the... I usually start enjoying the studio just as we finish. Yeah. Because because I've, I've got a tendency to be, it's like you're so focused and so focused and then someone says, right, you're done. And then you go like, oh, but could we put that bit? What about putting it? And they go, no, shut up, it's done. And you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just starting to enjoy it now. You know? Yeah. Because it is something that, you, that you've really got to be on the ball yeah, with. Yeah, you do. So how, where did you do the um, Sanity Days album? Partly in my studio and partly um, a studio in Bristol. Right. Um, uh, I did the vocals in my studio. And, um, did the uh, everything else was done. I can't remember the name of the studio. It's, we, that's where we rehearse when we do. So how do you feel about modern recording techniques then? Well, I've got to say I love it because that's what I use. Um, it takes, it saves an awful lot of time. Oh, doesn't it? But isn't it? Isn't it? The first time it happened to me was like a late finished doing a chorus, doubled it, cut the harmonies in there. Yes, I did say harmonies, right? <laughs> and uh, and I and I said. Said it to the, uh, to the producer. Said, right, um, while we're on choruses, do you want to just take me take me to the next one? I'll do that one. And he was like, "What? What are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, take take me to the next chorus." And, I'll, and he was like, "It's done." I said, "What do you mean it's done? Well, we've done the first one." And he was just pissing himself, going, yeah. "We'll just cut and paste it." Yeah. You've done a you've done a you've done a, a you've done a great chorus there. Why, why shaft your voice? Why? And I was just like, this is weird because I, I was, there was, I was two emotions. One, it kind of felt like I was, I was cheating on a girlfriend, and two, it felt like, it felt fucking great. Yeah, it does. I felt guilty and happy at the same time. That's what I'm trying to say. I understand what you're saying. I've done that for many years now, and um, but I. This time I didn't do that because we went back to old school. Right, that's okay. right. It's drums, real drums. Yeah. The sounds that are on the album are the drums that I recorded. The guitar and bass are the sounds that I recorded. And I thought, well, if they're doing it, then I got it, you know. So I, I think maybe two songs I, I cut and pasted um, choruses, but the rest of it's all sung in. Well, they, was that was that because they were they were hard work? They were yeah, just top, the, top, top, top of the range. Yeah, it was it was no, not really. It was just I was getting it was probably late in the day and I was getting tired, you know. Yeah, and I you know rather than not finish it, that's what I did. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I love modern day stuff. Um, if you, if you think about using 24-track, or 2-inch 24-track, and if you've got two of those machines hooked up together 
to make 48 tracks, well it doesn't actually, but it makes 46 tracks, um, uh, you, you have to, you know, you, you go to a point and you sing to that point and you fuck it up and you've got to rewind and it takes two or three minutes to wind back. Yeah. Fucking hell, and yeah. then the machines have to sync up again, and that, yeah. and that, and now you don't just go click, they're done, right, ready to go. Right? And it yeah, saves an immense amount of time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And drop it, drop me in, yeah, drop, right. drop me in, oh fucking hell, fuck that up. Yeah. Start again. No, no, drop, I, I can do drop ins like we used to on tape, all that sort of stuff. So. Being dropping, dropping drums as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's fucking mental. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so fast. Because you, with tape, you get you get lag. I mean, you do with, with uh, modern stuff too, but um, it compensates for that. You know, so I can drop in on a beat and then can't hear it. Yeah, and you never will because it's yeah, but it's quantified. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then then you've got the option of crossfading that track as well, so you, you'd never hear it. Well, when I when I went to um, when I went to put the vocals on our on our new song, um, bass player in here emailed his his, yeah, his, his so he'd done two two takes on different bases, and uh, producer was like, "Oh, let's have let's have a listen to this." And he listened. He goes, "Oh, I know what plugin to put on that. Stick a plugin on it. Oh, this is that." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. just sits it in. Boom, done." Yeah, yeah, it's just like. Wow, I know, I know, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like wow, our bass, our, our bass players never met you. <laughs> you know, just yeah. emailed his bass bass tracks over as fucking hell. Yeah. But it is, but it, but it doesn't. I mean, I'm, when you were talking mm. earlier about you know he's coming from up north. He's, I mean, I've got mm. tomorrow. I've got a drummer coming from Newcastle, guitarist coming from um, Exeter, and a guitarist coming from Bridge End. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I know. Yeah, found the right people. Yeah, they just yeah. all live in the wrong place. The wrong place. Yeah, <laughs> which is most unfortunate. Yeah, but um, yeah. but but if they're the right people, they're the right people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they prefer to go all that way. Yeah, they must uh, absolutely, and also as if you know, you just look at this conversation we've had now, and you, mm. you talk about the amount of times well. Yeah, well, they, that wasn't the right mm. person, and I had to let them go. Mm. And you know, yeah. if you can find good people, isn't it? Doesn't it? Does, it, it always say it's, it's not about it's not about where you live, it's who you live with. It's not about where you work, it's who yeah. you work with. It's people, yeah. and ultimately, a band comes down to communication as well. Yeah. You know, and if you if you ain't got good people, you're never going to be able to communicate. No. You know, you yeah. you're knackered. Yeah, absolutely yeah. knackered. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, right, anyway, look, I don't yes. want to keep you, no, I want to keep you forever. Yeah, I want to go and get dressed and all yes, that sort get of into shit. Yes, uh, get into your gear. Yes. Get into, get into your uh, one-piece leather outfit. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> no, I really appreciate you taking the time no out, problem, Steve. Mate. Thanks no problem, mate. Thanks a lot. It's good Friday. to see you again. Yeah, and you, mate. It's been yeah. too long, hasn't it? Yeah, it has, yeah. I, I, I was trying, on the way here, I was trying to think when it was, but I haven't, I haven't got a clue. No. I haven't got a clue. No, when... Um, when Millie said, oh, you've got this interview with uh, with you, and I was like, I oh, know the name, I can't put a face to the name. And it took me about 20 minutes, I was like, oh, I know this. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged. Thank you very no, much. That's fine. Thank you. Oh, it's good to see you, man. Good to see you. Take care. 
So there you go. Um, some interesting things about things to say about his time in onslaught, um, which was interesting. Um, I mean, you know, Steve. Um, Steve's yeah, been around long enough to not really, um, not re- not really be bothered about what anyone uh, anyone thinks. He's um, uh, he's he's a really nice guy. I've always got on, I've always got on really well with Steve, and I know um, um, uh, it sounds a bit like you know the vocalists' union or whatever. Um, but um, I I you know well. We've always got on really well. To be honest, it's it's funny. I've 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 never really come across um, a vocalist in another band that I haven't got on with. Um, I mean, if there was, I, I can't think of any. Um, and and you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be a certain amount of you will be thinking, well, I'm not surprised because you're all egotistical fucks, so you all get on well together. Um, I think we all well, we all share this like this this thing that we do. Uh, we we all share that, and I mean. You know, there's got to be something wrong with you that makes you want to put yourself out front like that. Um, but um, well, either, well, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, it's it's basically, I don't know. You know I, I, there, there is that, I suppose, like I said, the vocalist union, as it were. Um, but um, yeah, we just kind of recognise something in each other. I mean, uh, I think there is a certain, um, uh, I don't know, a certain showman, a kind of um, out outgoing kind of attitude that that we share um i don't know but you know, it's very different i mean there's other vocalists i could say aren't, aren't like that i mean jay for instance in in shrapnel is not he's not a kind of sort of um uh uh sort of outgoing person as as, as me but my, my fucking hell who is really honestly am i going to judge this by my own unique experience of being me what a dick honestly how fucking myopic. Anyway, I tell you what, let's not have let's not have more of me. Let's have more of interesting people. Now, um, I'm gonna uh, I'm now gonna have uh, put the interview into with Carl Willits, um, formerly of Bolt Thrower, now of um, Memoriam, um, and he's uh, yeah. Look, it, I, there's there's a lot to get through. Obviously, um, uh, they lost their drummer. Um, Kitty Kearns uh, back in October last year 2015 I think um, I, I did make mention of it on the podcast and a full year later they decided to um, to announce officially the band uh, the band was not going to ever go back together um, Memoriam has been going for a while well I'll tell you what rather than Babylon like this why don't why don't you let you know why don't you have a listen to me and uh, uh, me and Carl talking all, all about what's going on with those guys so uh, here's, um, here's Carl and I having a chat um, a couple of weeks ago Bang on, fuck him. <laughs> I don't fuck about. I don't fuck about me, mate. Absolutely, it's accurate like a, a, a clock. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm, I do. How are you? I, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've had quite a nice, relaxing day. Just sitting around the arse, uh, watching a few episodes of uh, Marco Polo on Netflix. It's good. Ah right, I, I I don't know that. What's uh, what, what's that all about? Yeah, it's all about Genghis Khan, really, and the Mongol Empire. So it's all quite lots of uh, you know Shaolin kung fu fighting, and um, yeah, it's good. I quite enjoy it. There's a bit of a bit of you know raunchy sex in it too. Everything ticks all the boxes. It's quite good. It uh, sounded like you. It sounded like you were going to burst into a verse of uh, kung fu fighting for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like a yeah, a bit like the water margin, but a bit bit bit, uh, bit raunchier. 
Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. You're you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, mate. I'm well, mate. You know, um, you know, t- ticking along, doing, you know, keeping myself busy. I mean, I'm still obviously I brought the band back, but I'm still doing, you know, a, a shed load of stand up and um, and all the rest of right. it. You know, so um, right. So, so that kind of keeps you pretty occupied, then, if you imagine, quite quite uh, quite an active chap. Yeah, well, I, 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 friends of mine joke that I'm kind of like I've got all these different personas because I'm like Howard at the Talking Bollocks podcast, and I'm H from Acid Rain, and I've got my Keith Platt comedy character. So I've and and yeah, and and a man of many hats. Yeah, well, literally, Keith does wear a hat. Actually, yeah. So it, it's. Um, I think later in life, this will just be could all. This will just be categorised as good old schizophrenia. Um, but do you know what I, mean? I, can, I can get away with it yeah, keeps you out of trouble keeps you out of trouble yeah absolutely absolutely keeps right. the wolf from the door all that you know what I mean absolutely yeah. keeps those creative juices flowing too. yes yes absolutely absolutely and spe- spe- <laughs> speaking of which hey see how I did that um, speaking of which uh, we were um, we were tweeting each other whilst you were whilst you were laying down some vocals I believe absolutely yeah. my, my throat's just about recovered from uh, the, uh, the 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 sessions that we did the uh, the studio sessions that we just completed last. Uh, and we on Sunday, on Saturday we finally completed the uh, the recording process. So uh, we spent two weeks um, recording. I think it's about about ten eleven songs. Um, so yeah, it's pretty intensive. I've been in the studio for I mean, since about two thousand and five, something like that. So it was quite a Intensive, you know, it's basically like doing you know a tour of ten gigs in in two or three nights, really, because I did the vocals over two or three days and as much as I could, and then it, it kind of gave up. It, it just it wasn't having it, so I had yeah. a few days off, and then I finished it all off on Saturday, tidied it all up, and uh, yeah, all the recordings done. So that's quite uh, exciting, and now it's in the mix process, and we're hoping to uh, <coughs> spend a good couple of weeks. You know, mixing it up, spending a good a bit of time on each song and getting it sounding how we uh, how we feel it should sound. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, very exciting, you know, and it's all coming together at an alarmingly fast pace, you know, considering we were, you know, this this was only came to fruition probably yeah, the actual thought of it only came into effect about this last December. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we ended up together. Started started jamming in, in the rehearsal studios in January. So yeah, I mean, we've achieved quite a lot in the past ten months. Really, it's been a, it's been great fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I, d- I believe the uh, I believe the common expression is a whirlwind because you were like you know you kind of announced yourselves to the world in January and then there's a deal with nuclear blast and as you said you know you yeah. know, before before the yeah. end of the year I mean we're only just out of the summer really you know and, yeah. and you know you've got an album in the can. Yeah, it almost feels like, I don't know, it just feels like everything's, uh, we're not actually going out and finding these things or, or, or pushing these people, kind of keep on approaching us and saying, oh, well, do you want a record deal or yeah, do you want to skip, come and take some photos of you? You know, and, and it almost feels like the you know, way that the hard work and the effort that we've put in over the past yeah. you know, 20 or 30 years of doing it. Yeah. Um, he's all kind of coming back to us now. It's all almost like a karma thing, and you know, you're getting people turning up out of the blue. I've probably lost pictures over over the years. I haven't seen, you know, for years, and they're just kind of getting back in touch. You know, so it's it's, it's kind of all a very um, very life affirming process. You know, it's it's, it's great to be doing this after such 
a long time. For, for me as well, it, it's great because I've never really um, been in a band from the ev- evolution from the very first, you know, rehearsal. I, I, when yeah. I joined uh, also, you know, they kind of, you know, they've had, you know, some demos out, you know, and uh, they kind of heard back to kind of go to the studios for the first time. So for me, to actually get join the band at the very, the very starting point and, and go through the demo recording process. We did those we did five tracks at Hellfire Studios, which we released a them on a single. And, uh, you know, so it's, 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 it's all new ground as well, you know, after all these years of doing it, it's, it's, I'm still kind of like experiencing things for the first time. Uh, I think, in, in, well, you know this as well, in music, it's always the, the first time you do things that's the most exciting uh, at times, you know, the kind of the, the virgin territory that you, uh, you encounter, that, that kind of gives you that special touch. So, yeah, it's, it's brilliant, you know, and, and I say everything's just landing in our laps without us, you know, chasing anything. It's, it's brilliant. You know, we've, we've done four festival shows, which are pretty big, really, considering, you know, we can we kind of hardly know the songs ourselves. <laughs> well, we do now, we've had a few times. And, um, you know, and, uh, yeah, it was just sitting on the ball doing it, you know, it's compared to, you know, especially because of, uh, you know, uh, what it's all come from as well, you know, because it yes. all evolved out of the, the darkness and misery of around about this time last year, you know, where I was in a place, really, you know, very negative, dark place and really know what was going on with my life, you know, the whole, um, you know, Martin passing away in September and, uh, Post his funeral and things like that, kind of, so, you know, the kind of like band being put on hold. And, uh, you know, it was just like, like kind of like everything, everything taken away in one kind of foul sleep, so I really didn't know what to do myself. And, yeah, it's quite an impressive place to be, really, quite dark. So I think from that, you know, that, that kind of darkness, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was sat down and asked and thought, well, you know, what am I doing? You know, I'm getting a little bit mad at here. And, uh, you know, losing some of your best mates kind of all makes it more very relevant and very, um, you know, <laughs> in the forefront of your mind that uh, your years are numbered. Uh, so I thought, well, do I just sit around and wait for things to happen? And I thought, well, you know, that's, that's, I think that's my arse and do something. You know, I think I listen to a song by Space could do, do something. And I think that that, 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 that figure off at a moment in my head and I thought, right, yeah, that's it. Got to do something about this. Yeah. So that's when I uh, I made the call to to Whale, you know, because uh, I always wanted to to band with Whale. You know, kind of uh, almost felt, I don't know, it didn't bother him. But I, I always felt a bit kind of guilty. Yeah, I had a conscience about it, reaching Baltimore back in 2005 and and he wasn't doing because he was the reason I got into the band in the first place. Right. So, um, so, so yeah. So I always had in the back of my head that you know I wanted to do something with him. When I left Bonfire in '95, something I I uh, retired to a couple of others. Did you know my did, but yeah, it wasn't metal. It was totally something different, and it just didn't work. You know, it just didn't it didn't have the right source for it and all the the fire for it really. So yeah, so I approached him and said, "You found yeah, he hadn't." The drums for about 20 odd years. So I thought, yes, yeah, here we are, so let's jam out some old versions, have a, have a laugh, and like that, uh, that spirit back. And uh, asked Frank, Frank, you know, I'd asked him because we've been back about in the band for, for years, and it's never around to doing it because we were so busy doing our perspective stuff. 
Well, um, I, I, yeah, I, I know Frank. Yeah, I know Frank from back in the day. As well, and, and, and it's, just all, it's just all like a snowball from that point onwards. And, uh, you know, more, more than anything else, it's, it's, it's always having a laugh, isn't it? You kind of like enjoy each other's company and it's rekindled, you know, friendship. So it's more of a, you know, for me, it's kind of like, on the side of it, really, that's just, you know, a side product of the social aspect, the friendship aspect, which is, you know, just, just as important, it's not, if not more, really, but uh, yeah, you probably have the same. If you get the Olympics, aren't you? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's funny you should mention Frank. I, I remember Frank from back in the day when he was in Sacrilege. We uh, we, we bumped to in, into him a number of times. So um, do, do say hello for me, because I haven't seen him for years. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I say, I say too much of him. We've got some other things, though. We've got big communication going with the bands. We've got kind of married virtually everything. It seems like every half hour at the moment, because there's just a lot of things going on. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah I'll, I'll pass on uh, your regards to him and uh, tell him he's said hello. But, yeah, he's been with, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's, I mean, he, he, for him as well, his band's been a bit of a, bit of a lifesaver as well, because his dad died um, around the same time as Kitty about that few, few weeks afterwards. Bloody hell. So, again, he was in a real dark place and, um, you know, all this is kind of memoriams, almost kind of like cathartic exercise to, uh, get out our feelings of grief, sorrow and despair in a positive, creative manner. Um, you know, and, 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 and do something positive, make something positive out of what otherwise is a uh, you know, terrible experience. So, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, it's like a big taboo. You never really ever talk about it to people. Yeah. Uh, until it actually happens to you or someone close, you know, close someone, you don't talk about it, happens to you, you're dead. But when, when, <laughs> when you... When someone close to you, like, yeah, that's, that's when, you know, you start kind of, like, thinking about it more and talking about it. And so the, those two elements are, if you dad passing and key passing, kind of spurred us on to create the uh, the monster that we are, uh, we have just recorded. So, yeah, it's gone really well. Really tough with it, you know. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be released through Nuclear Bust early part of next year. So, you know, we've got a nice timetable to... Uh, to work to so yeah we're, we're really pleased with how it's gone so far and uh, looking forward to um, getting out there and, and um, anticipating the reaction to it which should be uh be interesting. Well, I've I've seen the react the reaction to anything that you've done so far has been has been really really positive. I mean, I I, I mean, I actually um, first time I first time I um, saw any stuff or heard any stuff was um, was an article that appeared on Blabbermouth, which is you know the fame yeah. the famous sort of yeah, you know yeah. heavy metal troll site, and, um, <laughs> and and all the all the comments under your under your um, clip were just universally positive, and uh, I, I mean, it was, I, I was blown away by it. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think there's a, you know, a lot, of, a lot of out there for for what we're doing, a lot of respect uh, for what we're trying to do. Um, you know, we're taking you know, elements of what we've done in our previous bands and pushing it on. You know, we're not kind of going to be exact. Uh, you know copycats or the, the same as the bands we were going to, but obviously we're, we're going to be having using those elements my voice with my voice yeah, for yeah. Top, you know uh, Wales drum style and signature dream tunes which are on the all the first early Bolton songs are, are all there I think people are just really looking forward to hearing that and yeah a loyal bunch the old uh, death metal scene you know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big family really and um, yeah it's, it's amazing the, uh, the responses we were getting off people even even 
know, promoters and, and, and record labels have gone off with us stuff. Before they really heard, they heard a heard amount of what we were doing, you know, so I think they got a lot of faith in what we did. And, you know, we were doing it for a while, so, you know, we've got kind of pretty much facing, you know, our own ability. We're not going to want to put out anything that's substandard or, or second rate, so we're kind of proud of our heritage and um, I'm trying to uh, do something a little bit different, you know, so, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see the responses uh, once the album's out. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Well, it's, it's a long it, wait as well because we you know we we, we we know what the songs sound like, and, yeah. and I think it's planned to be released. I don't know January, February of, of next year, and uh, that's three or four months away. And uh, I'm itching, I'm itching for it to get to get out there so people can uh, you know for, for the reception of it. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's quite exciting times. Just. No, well, I, I, it's it's a it's, you kind of you kind of like an opposite version of the X Factor, you know. It's kind of like you know, you're you're a, you know, it's like like you said, it's it's you know, it's the best part of thirty years of 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 graft, and um, you you know, you you sit there and you've you, as you said, there's a lot of goodwill. There's you know, and you you're reaping the rewards of also, I think, people being able to say as you just said there. You know, th- yeah. it's that integrity. People know that what you're going to do, you know what you're doing and what you're going to deliver. There's going to be there's going to be people who want to hear it, and it's you know, uh, for want of a better phrase, it's not going to be shit. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, yeah. uh, integrity. That's a good word. I like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all, we've got yeah, it's, it's, it's touching all this on the uh, similar subject matter, and uh, you know, but we are we using our we're using our our um, you know, our background and our heritage to to kind of like push it up a level. It's not it's, it's like starting again, but it's like not starting again on the bottom rung, if you know what I mean. It's starting yeah. again like half up the ladder, which which is great. It takes a lot of pressure off us. Um, you know, it's quite nice to do gigs where you're kind of playing, you know, at seven o'clock in the evening, it's all over by by eight and bar by eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just a, a joy to be doing that and uh yeah, the, the, the original intention was just to have a bit of a blast in the in the studio and uh, get some cover songs of you know maybe just Sacred songs, you know, that's kind of you know anti sex and all you know kind of like punk classics. We're just going to do that really, and then Scott come along and then really ruined it all by saying, "Oh, I've got, I've got this riff," <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeded to write a load of uh, a load of um, songs and thought. Okay, we'll scrap the old uh, cover versions idea and, uh, and proceed along this track. And yeah, he's just grown, uh, grown from that point, you know. And um, yeah, it's great. For, yeah, the, the, the nine tracks that will feature on the uh, the album are, are um, we're really chuffed. You know, they've come out really, really well. There's something a bit different in there as well, you know, which uh, people will hear when it's out. You know giving anything away. So it retains its you know, integrity uh, by you know, latching onto the old, uh, old, you know, old school death metal sound. But yeah, we've, we've got a few little twists in there. You know, for, you know, we could keep him Frank busy by playing all the four strings of his bass. And uh, <laughs> you know, he's, got a, he's got a little sample pedal that he figures off now and again to, uh, to link the songs up with... Uh, which we've used that live and little samples and I see if we've taken that on board and using that on the album as well. So uh, yeah, it all kind of really works well. And, and Scott as well brings something here because we you know me, Whale and um you know, Frank we're, we're, we're old bastards but but um Scott's from a different generation, he's, he's back to thirty eight, yeah. 
Right. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a youngster. He's a youngster. He brings more of a, a technical element to what we're doing. So there's a different style of guitar playing in, in there, you know. And uh, of course, we're only using one guitar as opposed to two. Uh, that, that adds a different dimension to it as well. So uh, the whole dynamics are very different from what we've done previously. And uh, it's a joy to be doing it. Well, it's it, it's. I mean, it's, it's great, and and you know, look as you as you were saying earlier, it's um, it's a prime example of you know of the, that old classic. The best art comes from struggle, because you know you you yeah. you were literally in a place where you're like, right, what the fuck do I do next? Um, mm. And yeah. you know, and when you have when you have all of that taken, you know, when you have things something like that taken away from you in the way you did like in the blink of an eye and then you're all of a sudden it's so much to take in because you're taking yeah, in the, you know you're taking in the loss of a loved one but you're also taking in the the loss of the 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 band as well it's like two separate yeah, well, kind it, of it, bits it's of grieving like kind of your, ident- your identity gets stripped from you overnight you know, and then you think well okay <laughs> what do i do about that you know and yeah. uh, you know a lot of people just sit there and you know, I couldn't have done that. I could have, I could have been sitting here now and just thinking, oh, well, what's going to happen? What's going to be, what's around the corner? What's, what's going to happen to me? But yeah, 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 you just have to, you can't just sit there and wait for things to happen. You have to get off your arse and do something. And, and uh, yeah, creatively, it's, it's been a great experience to, to do all that, you know, and uh, engaging with lots of, of new people, old people that I've learned before, as I said, but lots of new people that I haven't spoken to. And, yeah, promoting the but for me as well, promoting the band and, and, and engaging on social media is quite a, um, <laughs> a new thing. I'm quite, I'm quite, you may have noticed, I'm quite a prolific yes. flatterer. Y- you uh, are, yeah. That's great. It's a great way to talk directly to people. You know, it's great to have that direct contact. Uh, occasionally not. I've come across a couple of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're out there. Generally, 99% everyone's you know really, really enthusiastic and got that shared you know passion for what they're into and uh, yeah that helps drive everything along you know we've all got kind of fairly um, designated roles within the band as well because I, I don't touch Facebook you know fit as you know for me you know what I don't think I could I'd, I'd just be you know, on the on line 24 hours a day if I did both so why I'll take care of all the Facebook side of things I just do the Twitter things and it's just been a great way of uh, of getting what we're doing out there to people and, and spreading the word at a very early stage uh, and probably at a stage where we didn't have really a lot to stay apart from yeah we just started <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, building that interest and that's uh, you know that base which has been, been fantastic for us but it's, I, I'm, it's funny what you were saying as well about, you know, um, uh, yeah, being offered things that you're kind of like, oh, great, you know, starting halfway up. I mean, I found that bringing, you know, bringing the band back. Um, I mean, I find the um, Sophie stage on a Saturday night at Bloodstock. And, you know, I, 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 was saying to, I was saying to the press, every single band on that bill will have been work, will have done more work and harder work than we have in the last couple of years. And then, yeah, and yeah. we just stroll in and go, uh, you know, we just stroll in and headline because we've got this this twenty five year legacy, and you just think, you well, know, yeah, he speaks to the legacy and the heritage that you've been with him, you know, kind of a, and then yes, there's that element that's what you've done in the past has probably inspired a lot of these new bands, and and uh, you know, so I think yeah, you get recognition for that, you know, which is great, and uh, we're really, uh, really thankful for that. Yeah. And and we continue. So uh, it's just uh, it's really great to just get yeah, emails off people saying, "Yeah, you've been a massive influence." 
yeah. in my life and, you know, got me through the hard times, the bad times. And, you know, that makes it all really worthwhile, you know. It's never been about that the money, you know. Um, it's, always, yeah. it's always been about just surviving, getting by and doing, doing the stuff that we want to do. And, uh, you know, this memorial is, is a massive extension to that. And, um, yeah, well, I still drink to that. Really. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more, I think. Um, I, and, and the thing is, is what, what always astounds me is you, you, you never know you never know who's listening, you know. Absolutely, and, yeah. And, yeah. And you yeah. get, you know, the different range of people who've who've kind of like listened to your stuff over the years, and the and the varying stories that people have. It's yeah, it, yeah. it blows your mind I sometimes. Just, I just love the way you, you create something, you put it out there, and then it's down to everyone else to interpret it how they want and and, and make it their own in their own special way, and, and that's what people do. And uh, you know, and that's that's really what's uh, well, it's always been, always been about and uh, should be about for, yeah. for, for bands out there. I think that's probably why we've been doing it such a long time, really, because, um, you know, say, we've never really chased the money or thought about that at all, because it's, it's not really the, uh, the thing that's been our, our driving motivation. And then it's all about being able to create something that's special. And, uh, yeah, we're doing, we're doing that with a... Uh, with a uh, you know, memoir, and it's, it's, it's um, yeah, so it's all it's all you know, a tribute to to Martin. You know, he was the the inspiration as to uh, as to why we started it. So yeah, this 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 all this is really uh, for him, and without him, you know, passing on, this probably wouldn't have happened. So um, you know, it's a great tribute to to him and his legacy and his family as well. And uh, from the sadness and that that grief, something you know, something great happened. So um, yeah, we're really chuffed with the way it's, it's, it's going. And yeah, as well as well, we've done, I've just uh, just actually seen and had the first sketches off uh, off Dan They've sent through for the album cover as well. So um, that's looking pretty uh, impressive. I must say, really chuffed with what he's doing for us. So um, yeah, it's, it's again all the boxes being ticked and. Uh, just looking forward to getting it out there into the into the public so everybody can answer it and hear it and then two thousand seventeen should be quite an exciting year for us really. I think and, uh, get out there, do some gigs and um spread the word. So have you uh, sorry, who did, who did you say is um uh, has done the artwork for you? Yeah, Dan Seagrave. Um ah. he's like he's he's kind of like he's, he's done loads of uh all the big uh, death metal bands have got big names in that uh, genre of doing all the uh, classic artwork for lots of uh, lots of album covers. And, and the reason we've used him really is because uh, Scott, it was, it was Scott's, um, when he joined the band, that was the one thing he wanted to achieve from, from doing the band. He wanted a dance cover because that's what inspired him when he first put into the music, you know, 20-odd, whatever years ago. And... Um, you always wanted to dance to your cover. So, yeah, we, we got it on the first album. We've we got it, and uh, it's looking absolutely uh, spectacular. It's really chuffed with, uh, with the way it's looking like. So, um, yeah, probably a big full-on like, old-school gatefold cover as well. So, uh, yeah. Oh, lovely. I've, I've seen the first drafts of it this evening. So, um, yes, I'm very pleased with that. Have you got um, Have you got a, a title for the album yet? Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't... We are. We yeah. have, we have, we have, we have, we have, but uh, we are holding that back until closer to the release date. Um, if it all makes sense then. So yeah, we've got, we've got all the album, yeah, all the song titles are public demand, as I've told, uh, I've released, released all, the, all the song titles, but we're holding back with the, the album titles, it's going to be uh, 
brought him to a closer to the release date um, a request of our record label yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well it's, it's... Yeah, it's, it's so we've got we've got like nine songs and yeah they're very, yeah, very very kind of um, influence there's uh, obviously the two songs that were on the, uh, the Hellfire demo 7 inch which are at All Ages On which was probably the first song we wrote together as a band and that was really, that song was just really all about you know shit in life happens to you but you just gotta keep on going on yeah. the All Ages On um, Resistance that's a bit of a yeah, bit of a bit of a kind of like a bit of a kind of punk kind of influence kind of um, song about standing up for your rights really and the lack of politicisation of, 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 of people in the world so where it seems to people are de-politicised or encouraged to be de-politicised again a little bit more so now with the recent uh, events in the press and Brexit etc etc is getting people more interested in politics but uh, that's really all about that that's, what else we got we got uh, oh, we got surrounded by death that's uh, obviously um that was written kind of off the back of Chile, uh, but you know at that period there just seemed to be a lot of media coverage, a lot of iconic people on you know, Lemmy, Axin on and yeah. David Barry and Ronnie Torbert and this Torbert. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Alan yeah, Rickman, of course. Kind of like that passing on. Uh, so it kind of seemed that you know, media was kind of surrounded by images and, and, and stories of death, okay. but that's that's what inspired that one. Um, well, that's a song called Drone Strike, which is all about drones striking. We did also do like a, when we play live as well, we this intro track called Memorial, and that's just like a, a, a eulogy, a kind of eight line intro song, which is all about you know, my feelings towards to Martin in particular, really. It's uh, so like directly to him. But, um, and then we've got, we've got a few new, I well, can see the focus five to be our old songs, and then we've got like four newer ones, one of which is called Flatline, which we, was the last song we played in the set uh, when we played live, which is kind of a real fucking heavy song, um, just for that one, that's about death. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we've got three new ones, Corrupted Sister, that's... Uh, Pretty, again, that's our short, that's our punk, that is a proper a punk song. Um, that's about the world we live in and the system that we surround us. Critical. Well, yes, so we've got, we got to reduce to zero about humanity's demise, touching on old uh, subject matter there, but it's still very relevant. And yeah. the final song on the album is called Last Words. Now, it's kind of a pretty special song, it's like a big nine minute, minute epic song. And, uh, oh, right. I'm quite proud of that. It's like um, it's it's got written in the form of a letter home from the trenches. Um, so it's sort of in, it's got like a, a chorus of uh, of a letter, then it's got a, a kind of like a verse of, of, of action, and letter, and action, and letter. And um, yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm really stuff with that one, uh, last words, and it's going to be the last song on the album. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a, that's the big epic. Uh, it's a very sad song. <laughs> so, so, would yeah, you... so it's, all, it's all gone really well and uh, yeah, I've got the full it's all recorded and it's just in the process of being mixed by Ajit down at uh, Hellfire Studios now so um, we are expecting the first mixes to be coming through any day now so let's have it here and obviously work with and adjust and develop and, um, and get it all done 
finalised all by the end of October, I think, really. Deliver it to me for blast. Yeah. Along with the artwork. So it's all ready to roll. Scheduled out for our uh, next release early next year. So uh, it's just now we've got a few gigs lined up as well. So it's all, it's all good stuff. So you, would you say um, that... Given given some of the some of the some of the subjects that matter you mentioned there, um, that that there's pro, there, there's some of the most personal stuff that you've that you've that you've ever written on this on this record. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Kind of, um, yeah. I mean, with memoriam, it's a joy because we got almost like a blank canvas, really. Um, with you know all our other bands that we've been involved with. You know, we had kind of a, a working formula that worked. So we were pretty much, you know, if it, if it, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. It was just that formula. Anyway, it worked. You know, it was great. Um, but, you know, it almost kind of got to the point where we, we couldn't break from that formula. So with, with the world, it's almost a black blank canvas. And for me, it, it's uh, a beautiful thing to just, you know, try out some new stuff. And, and, and the, yeah, the lyrics are very, uh, very, very personal. And, um, you know, and that makes it so, so that makes it a bit more special to me as well. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a deeply, um, I, I, I find it quite a deeply emotional um, record. Um, you know, because it used the whole experience of doing it is, is, is previously is, is kind of cathartic and um, our way of expressing our feelings of sorrow and and and, uh, and grief in the, in the best and the only way that we can feel possible really so uh, yeah I think people will be pleasantly surprised at the uh, the elements in there you know I've obviously retained my voice it's probably changed a little bit over the past 10 years yeah. as it does um, but yeah I've, I've tried to do as much as stretch a little bit um, and do you know, a bit different and, and, and it all works and uh, yeah it's great it's it's because I I know um, I know myself having come around to sort of um, it's been you know been a, been a while since um, I've I've written lyrics and put stuff together for for, for songs and and I, I found myself the, the the older I've got I'm actually I'm singing I, I I'm I'm writing I'm writing lyrics now more about um, about how um, I feel as opposed to how I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think I think that's something that comes with. The age and having also having responsibilities in life as well, different as you get older, you have different, different, yeah, becoming a parent, things like that. For me, for me, has made had a massive impact on uh, how I think about life and uh, how I feel about life. Maybe a, a little bit more uh, in touch or empathetic towards other people and uh, things around me. Yeah. Uh, whereas when you're young, you're a bit more. Uh, Bit more brash and, and, and just into what you're doing yourself, but I think uh, as you develop, get older, you do have a, a more feelings for, for the world that's around you. The, the lyrics to last, the last words as well. I actually did bring a little tear to my eye when I wrote them, so there we go. <laughs> 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 I was quite emotional, <laughs> but, but yeah, but that's that, but that is, but that is just a hugely positive thing, isn't it? Because that's that yeah. that means that. You know, they're they're hitting the spot if you like. You know, you yeah, you, yeah. you you're doing the right thing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting it out there as well. You know, and, uh, yeah, and that's that's really what it's all about. Uh, yeah, I'm really just I'm just yeah, buzzing about it and really looking forward to uh, knowing the public. <laughs> so is the is the is the name the the name of the band is is that kind of connected with 
with with with how you came together as it were is it yeah absolutely yeah yeah we kind of um we struggled to start off with come up with a decent answer band because you know when, when we started doing bands back in thirty years ago there was no such thing as the internet <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot of bands out there doing what we were doing so you just kind of picked a name and stuck with it and it kind of worked I was, in the naming process of the band, we kind of came up, came up with hundreds of different names to try and fit, and just nothing, nothing really kind of fit with what we were trying to do. You know, I went, I went through, I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll try and use an old, old thriller song or as a, uh, as a as a name for the band. And I went through and Googled them all. There's actually all the decent ones have been taken up by, by all the other bands, you know. There's no <laughs> to pick from. And I think about... Forty or fifty of them, the ones that were suitable for for, for unknowns, had been used already. So we kind of dashed that idea, and we, we did two or three. And, and then, really, what I what we did was we thought, right, okay, it's not working. Let's just just call ourselves X for the time being and concentrate on writing some songs. Yeah. And from that, actually writing the song and writing the the intro bit, um, which I called Memoriam, it's a tribute. And then that's, and then, then you kind of like hit me, thought, ah. Oh, here it is. He's <laughs> standing black and white in front of me. That's 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 the band line. Brilliant. And yeah, and it, and it kind of it's it's worked. It's stuck. And um, yeah, it explains. It does what it says on the can. <laughs> if you know yeah. I mean. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, yeah. Kind of, it fits. It's a fitting tribute to what we're doing. And uh, yeah, got all the backdrops done, all the side drops, all the merchandise, and yeah, I've built a web. The website, which I've done myself, which has been all those little experiences that have been fantastic to uh, to have that kind of creative control over what you're doing is um, is quite a quite exciting uh, quite exciting phase of my of my life. Now yeah. that I am fifty, <laughs> last week. You, oh, happy. congratulations! Happy birthday! Thank you. It's on the twenty-first. Yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks back. Now. So yeah, it's kind of a. And that, yeah, that, either way, that's that's what spurred us on, you know, because we we kind of all knocking on a bit, we're all over that age group, and we've we realised our time is limited, so we've got to get out there and do the things that we want to do, the things we enjoy doing in life, and while we can, and um, yeah, that's that's one of the driving forces of, of uh, I think why we're doing so well as well, because we've got that fire behind us and that that determination and passion in what we're doing, and uh, I think that always rubs off. Yeah, people, people understand and, and appreciate and respect that as well. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Well, I think also there's uh, you know the, it, it's it's a cross between the two, isn't it? As you said, you know you've got you've got all of those years of integrity behind you, but you've also uh, you know the the industry. Everybody knows what you've been through in the last year as well. Um, yeah, and I think there's and I think there's a certain amount. I think there's a certain amount of wow that that really that right there. That's how to come back from. Adversity, you know, it's uh, yeah. That, you yeah, know. I think I, I think that's got a lot to do with it as well. Kind of what people uh, understand that the uh, or they can they can relate to it in many ways, can't they? Because everyone's experienced it to a certain extent. So I think people know that or have touched on that dark place in their life, so they kind of appreciate where they're coming from and and can relate and they can relate to it as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's helped helps helps our uh, our short but fast journey to where we are to this point and months down the line and uh yeah long may, long may it continue yeah i mean it's 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 unfortunately it's a it's a a, a, sign, a sign of the times because as we're uh 
you know, pe- people of uh, of our age, um, you know, we, we've we, we've all had to deal with, um, you know, loss. Um, uh, yes. You know, be it a family member or a band member or whatever, and and uh, um, some some more than others. And and I think um, there's there's. I mean, I know I lost my I lost my father about nine years ago, um, and it's that had a great. You know, there'll be some songs on our new album that'll be you know the lyrics sets of lyrics that I wrote around the time where I literally kind of found myself going I, you know like you I kind of like I don't know what to do I'm I'm a real sort of loss here and the only way I could really fit, felt like I could express myself was was just right you know getting my emotions down on and my thoughts and my feelings down on paper um yeah it's, it's, it's almost the only way you can do it really isn't it from, from our perspective it's the best, best way we can rather than bottling it up yeah. yeah for me as well you know, I lost my dad when I was 21 when I just joined Oh, by the uh, the lyrics that I wrote back then, you know, uh, lament and um, there's quite a few uh, the songs that are directly influenced by that experience. And um, you know, as you get older, it's it's something that happens more and more uh, and more, and it's the one something that's that current age really that's going to happen is uh, is that 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 sense of loss and uh, it's the way you deal with it. Okay, you know, it's the way that uh, it happens to everyone, but it's how you. Yeah, everyone has the, the cards. It's how you play the cards at the end of the day, and how you uh, how you deal with the situations as, as they come up, and um, you know, and and, and, and roll on from those experiences and, and share those experiences for everyone to uh, you know to kind of like to understand, to help and everyone else understand. You know, I think that, that's why it works so well. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a cathartic experience from from our point of view, but also. Because it because we you know it's had that effect on us. Hopefully, somebody who's been through something similar it, it can have the same effect on them as well. And it's a that yeah, you know yeah. leads leads it's to a very kind of shared thing. It's a shared 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 fire. Uh, yeah, it's very it's very very personal. Um, you know, I was talking to Greg from from Ballon Fire, and a lot of the lyrics from from their album was was inspired by the loss of his father as well. So. Uh, you know, there's, 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 it goes across the board there, and uh, you know, I think sharing that experience with people helps people that are going through that experience themselves. It, it kind of gives them a, you know, an anchor or something to, uh, to 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 lean on and help them through that process. Uh, that, yeah, the element of understanding out there about the whole issue of and the taboo of, of, of death. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think we are surrounded by it yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Absolutely, but, uh, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, I mean but yeah, this is a way of making something that's yeah, almost a negative into something that's that's a positive life form. And it, and it, you know, it, it does make you who you are at the end of the day. It, uh, it makes you a stronger, in, you know, stronger individual. Why uh, not? I just you. But yeah, you, you go, I go one way, but yet yeah, generally speaking, it makes you. A, a, I think through going through that experience, makes you more of a fuller, more rounded uh, human being. Um, from experiencing the highs and the lows in yeah. life, it kind of uh, adds to your own personality and your own characteristics, and uh, makes you who you are. Really, uh, helps you cope with the life that's around you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they say that they say there's um, a very a very strong bond develops by people who you know if they if they've been in a you know a, a disaster area themselves or like you know people who've survived a plane crash or anything like that. You know, and he said that you know. 
they 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 there's an incredible bond for between those people and if they ever have problems in their lives they all sort of come together and solve them and it's kind of like yeah it it yeah, it, 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 it almost kind of feels like that you know i mean it's um yeah. and i also think well, there's that element and also the fact that you know when when you need to get this when you when you're playing band together as well that's a real yeah uh, a real special bond that you develop with with, with individuals and, and people that are in that because that's a real unique uh intense shared experience so when you kind of like uh have that experience with people um yeah and then you lose them. that's 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 uh that's, that's yes, that's what that makes it all so tragic that that happened to Martin. The fact he's only thirty eight, you know, it's uh you know, just gives you a kick in the balls, you kinda of like maybe anticipate one of those older ones, you know, passing on, but uh, not 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 kiddie. <laughs> you know, not yeah. the young one in the band. Yeah, and, and the, the the true tragedy of it all is you know, he left two, you know, young children, you know, Max who's I think he's eight nine now and uh, and Leon. He was uh, yeah seventeen eighteen around that type of age now, uh, but yeah yeah they've coped they've coped really well you know and they're doing okay the family's been fine and in fact there was a memorial service for him um, just just two or three weeks ago yeah just on the fifteenth of September uh, on the anniversary of his the first anniversary of his death that we uh, we all attended and we set off hundred black balloons into the sky which uh, yeah it was a nice nice moment. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a very poignant as well, because almost to me it was a kind of end of, of you know, a, a, a kind of a year's mourning and, and grief period. But it also signified, kind of, for me, the end point of the band that I was in as well, you know, the, the previous band. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, touching on, you know, it's a big part of my life, so it's kind of important. Uh, to me and, and formulated my identity as a person. But, um, in a way, it almost kind of like kind of drew a line under it. It's like now focus on the future. Yeah. Rather than having a foot in the past or I'm looking at my shoulder as to what could possibly happen there. Now I can feel like I, you know, focus 100% into the future and uh, and, and what's the excitement of what's to happen with, uh, with more of them. So would you have. Do you feel? I mean, it's a it's it's a it's a horrible phrase, and I, I hate to use it because I don't think it even exists. But it's 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 kind of giving you um, a, a sort of closure on that whole kind of, no. you know. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's a form of closure to to, to it all because you know, it, it was up in the air, really. And uh, say so it's um, yeah, in kind of without saying weird, a kind of what spiritually and mentally. It kind of made me feel a bit unbalanced, really, because you know, kind of, I did, did, you know, looking forward, back, you know, sideways, and you know, and yeah, you know, my head kind of, you know, kind of looking forward and and not sure what's going to happen in the past, yeah, you know, with, with, with the band. So, so yeah, it's been sort of like it's it's given me some form of, of um, spiritual equilibrium. That's quite a long phrase for this time around. I tell you what, I tell you what, that that sounds like a that sounds like a Celtic Frost album. Well, if if what we do as well, we've already got like half an album in the bag for the next one. Really? When we're in the studio, when we're in the studio, we've we kind of got the basis for about four or five new songs as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's um, the future is looking good. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome, and presumably, <laughs> and, and presumably, there is a. 
you know there's there's there, there's kind of goodwill from from Kitty's family as well and the kind of feeling that you're sort of you know you're doing it for him and carrying you know sort of carrying the flag as it were yeah they understand they understand what we're what we're about and what we're trying to do and uh, and uh, yeah I think they, they appreciate that it's, it's all about uh, a tribute to Martin and uh, you know keeping the, keeping the fire fires burning really well, yeah, because there is that as well. Because you know, you've, you've got to you got you got to earn a living as well. You've got to, and and you've got to make the most of what you do. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Life is too short to sit and ponder on what could be. One must get one's backside and do it. <laughs> Beauti- <laughs> beautif- beautifully put. And, and of course, speaking of uh, getting off our backsides and doing it, um, uh, we're we're playing Glasgow together. Oh, we're doing the April Fool's Day show. Uh, well, this is what I'm trying to establish. Are you are you on the are you on the Saturday? Um, uh, you know, do you, well, do you know what day you're on? You're on. I haven't got a clue. Yeah, I think we're on the Saturday. I think we're on the same. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I think we're yeah. on the Saturday. Um, with autopsy, which is the main reason we're doing it. To be perfectly honest, I want <laughs> an excuse to go and see Chris and the lads to uh, hook up with them. I've probably gone to the gig in, yeah, so uh, it's quite good that we do, we're doing that one. Uh, it's well, a bit weird, though, because there's another gig on the same weekend, isn't there? Another metal gig in, oh, in, uh, in Edinburgh. It's just all heavy, heavy Scotland. Weird. Heavy Scotland, it's all it's all kicking off, yeah. And there's there's a there's some right old there's some right old wars going on in Scotland about it. Apparently, I mean, yeah, it's, it, is, it, is it some kind of promoter kind of face off or something like that? Because it's just yeah, it's just stupid. Because the only people that are, are going to suffer from it are the the you know, the people that want to go to both gigs and, and the bands that, that are going to. Why couldn't they have on two separate weekends? I know. You know it, well, it's join join the same. It's the same market, isn't it? It's ridiculous. It's well, it's mad because you've got Behemoth and Arch Enemy on one bill, and you've got like this whole autopsy, and you know. But um, but the thing is, heavy heavy Scotland. I think uh, I'm not sure if it's one or two days, but um, Lord of the Lands that we're doing is over three days. So is it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. It's over three. Yeah, it's over three days. And the thing is, the thing is, mate. Um, I, I mean, I think we've been booked for the f- for fucking comedy relief. Um, I really do. We we are going to get shit chucked at us. I'm really looking forward to it because basically, I'll, I'll, I'll be down the front doing that as well. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we, it's like it's basically it's a death metal bill. It's a death metal festival, and li- a little old us. So I, I, I'm fascinated to see why we've been booked. But it it could it could go very well. It could go very wrong. You have to die and shoot and growl those vocals mate that's the only option you got yeah <laughs> well I well I have, uh, well we were we yeah, were thinking well we were we were all thinking of rocking up with corpse paint but um <laughs> I, I, the, the, the trouble is the, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah the trouble the trouble is you're never too sure with an audience like that whether they're actually gonna get the joke or just fucking you're gonna rile them up even more <laughs> it might be interesting to find oh. out I'll be, I'll be interested to see if he actually happens because uh, the way you know, kind of like the, the clash is just uh, ridiculous, really, isn't it? So, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll see if he happens. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'd be good. Uh, yeah, played Scotland for a hell of a long time. So um, yeah, I mean, we've got Eindhoven and Metal Meet. Ah, oh, um, you do. December the seventeenth, yeah. which will be good because we'll meet up with the lads, or more at least Dave from Hail of Bullets, and catch up with those lads, which will be nice. And um, then we got Blast Fest in, uh, in February, I think it is, February time. So uh, 
Yeah, I've got a few gigs lined up for you. Yeah. Just, just signed up to um, an agency as well. Yeah, uh, Paul Ryan. You've signed, signed up with Paul. Purely because we were, we were pretty much doing all the big bookings ourselves. That's why we wanted to do it from the outset. But, you know, after doing it for six months and just continually backing, backing off offers to play random places for, you know, expenses or, or yeah. 50, 50 quid and a bag of chips. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Cider and a bag of crisps. Stage of life. Uh, our stage of life, we, we, we kind of beyond that to be perfectly honest um, so we thought right so okay, we'll get uh, we'll get our mates Ben and that you know have, uh, all these goblins to, uh, to sort some shadows out for us and uh, yeah it seems to be working well we're getting a few offers in through that so hopefully some some, uh, some nice shows all pan out for 2017 and um, it should be a glorious year well, you know, I I I totally know how you feel because we we we're still get I, I'm still getting the um the the madcap offers, you know, like you know, fucking cider and a bag of crisps apparently is a a, a fit, fitting you know, payment. DIY underground festival. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I've even had I've even had stroppy responses going. Oh well, you know, um, I'm I, you know, uh, luckily some bands are still in it for, still in it for the music. Yeah, because I'm a fucking millionaire just in it for the money. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but but you know, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, ten quid in a bag of chips that might be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say what I'll probably settle for that at the Lords of the Land when we get pasted on. <laughs> well, on yeah, deep fried Mars bars all round, I reckon. Yes, yeah, we'll probably get them chucked <laughs> at us, probably. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's uh, well, yeah. it's, so you've you've got your um, are you dealing? You're dealing with Paul Ryan, aren't you? I certainly am. Yes, we yes. are indeed. Yeah. Oh, oh, and by the way, the um, the, the the Eindhoven metal meeting. I've got I've got yes. just one word for you, and that is steps. 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 And just as well. No, you wish. Yeah. What well, my namesake on vocals. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You reformed them, have you? How 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 are we to how are we to know that H all along stood for homosexual? But there you go. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's um it, when you get there. When you get there, and that you you'll, you go round the back, and they let you in, and you'll you'll walk through the door, and you'll look up about three or four flights of steps that look like they're going to go to the summit of a volcano, and you'll and my words will be ringing in your ear, going, "He fucking said steps. He said steps. steps. Yes." Steps. When you, right, I'm, I'm glad that at that point I'll be glad that I'm the one carrying the microphone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I tell you what, the the um the the trouble is that the bar is right at the top. When after a few drinks, just make sure you've all got your marvels about you, because I know because our drummer nearly went from top to bottom. Right, that that would be a pretty bad way to uh, end the weekend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, after the gig, I suppose, but. Uh... <laughs> oh, it was it was absolute, yeah. I mean, it, it, but it's oh man, we had a great time. We were there just, yeah, we were there uh, twenty fifteen, and it was a it was an absolute fucking blast. It really was. Um, yeah, well, it, was, it should be. I mean, kind of like uh, you know, well, mainland mainland Europe is is just you know, absolutely buzzing for it as well. You know, it's like our main yeah. main fan base really is over Germany, Holland, you know, Belgium, and that area. So yeah, we're kind of looking forward to. Uh, getting out there I mean probably give you parties um, earlier this year that was great obviously an extreme also great fall of summer in France that was a great little festival as well so uh, yeah we did some good, good shows and enjoyed every one of them you know for, for, they've all been very different so uh, yeah, yeah. been great building up 
the name and getting a bit of experience playing live again as well. So, uh, oh, it's awesome, man. Doing it. That's awesome, man. Well, look, um, I'm, I'm not going to keep you any longer. It's um, it's been hey, it's been a it's been a pleasure um, pleasure talking to you. And um, look, I'm looking forward to April. If if our paths don't cross before then, I'm sure it most possibly shall do. And uh, keep in touch with me on Twitter. I will indeed. Don't you worry, mate. Um, I'll let you know when this is all going out. I'll include links and stuff. It's a bit of a vocalist special because it's. Um, uh, I'm also going to have Steve Grimmett on as well. Uh, oh, right, okay, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of my favourite bands, one of my favourite bands, Power from Hell, blah, 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 blah. So, well, <laughs> well, they, they, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. It's it's going to be... It's, I hope you, you're going to edit some of this shit, are you? No, 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 no. Oh, I, uh, I, don't, I don't edit, I don't edit anything. The whole thing right, will okay. go out top we've to bottom. We've been talking bollocks, we've been talking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> But believe believe it or not, the thing is, do you know what? There's in, there's enough podcasts out there, and there's enough interviews out there where they where they edit it to fuck and sanitize it, and you just end up yeah. with the same old interview every time. And yeah, this you, is just uh, like some more of the general chips chats, as you said. We didn't yeah. get to talk about rice krispies. About what? We didn't get to talk about rice krispies. Oh, we didn't. Sorry, I thought you said something fisted. Then I was thinking, no. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was thinking, I don't, I don't remember that being not on that, the agenda. Not, not that kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. We'll, yeah, no, when the album comes out, I'll get you back, and we'll do a Rice Krispie special. Absolutely, that's why it's got, that's got, that could be the album title. I reckon. <laughs> Another one. Right, the next one yet. The next one. I've got, got the third. That's the third one lined up. Yeah, perfect. Yep. Cool. All right, mate. Well, <laughs> look. It's been a pleasure talking to you, mate. And, and you, mate. Have a good time. You too. See you out there. See you, mate. Cheers, Ta-da. mate. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it. That was my uh, my chat with Carl, um, uh, which was really cool. Um we kind of got, yeah got quite a few um, friends in common, uh, and that was the first time we, we'd um, we, we'd ever spoken. Um, I'm, it's, it's weird that our paths never crossed over all those years, but um, yeah, we had a, we had a really good chat, um, and um, well, as you heard, uh, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, but as you heard, yeah, we had um, we had quite the conversation, didn't we? Um, that we let you all in on, wasn't that good of us? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's I, I. I can't think of a band. Uh, you know, I can't think of a band who've had to go through that recently that I've that I've spoken with them. Um, uh, just you know, I think the way they dealt with it was just superb. As in, you know, bolt thrower and the loss of uh, of of their drummer and and just really kind of you know announcing the the demise of the band uh, on the anniversary of his death. I think I don't know. It's just really classily done, and and mem- uh, a memoriam sounds like rocking basically. Um, and definitely going to be playing some of that uh, as soon as they start releasing a few more tracks coming up to the album release. Definitely going to be uh, releasing some of that and playing it on here. Um, and it's to be looked forward to without a doubt. There's some proper old school, and you know I've, I've heard some bits and pieces, and it's um, it's very cool, very cool. Um, so uh, again, like I said, you know, no, no, no ranting here. No, uh, no, no, not not feeling, not feeling very ranty um, this month. I look, you know, if if that's what you tune in for, tune in. Hey, we haven't had one of those for a while. Then I, I apologise, but I, you know, I want to, I want to keep things mixed up. I want to, you know, I want to keep mixing stuff up, and uh, and this is this is how I choose to do it this particular time. Um, 
because I, I realised that you know I, I'm, I've maybe got a little bit lazy. Um, the podcast have been taking a very similar, very similar shape, and it's always good to kind of just keep things moving, keep things different. Um, next month is looking good. Um, I will be, I'll be interviewing today. I'm recording this on Saturday, the 22nd of October, uh, 2016. How freaky is that? If you're listening to this years later, ooh, the internet, time travel, all of that, whatever. Um, so yeah, um, uh, I'm, I've got a big interview tomorrow, which hopefully I'm hoping is going to be a really nice long one, a long in-depth one. It might even be a special with just one band next um, next month. I'm not sure, to be honest. But then again, I am going down to the Camden Underworld next week and hooking up with um, with Zet from Exodus, with Tommy from Prong. So it'd be good to see them both, um, both playing with Obituary. Um, that's, I mean, that's a fucking, that's a bill right there, isn't it? So, um, so who knows? Might have all sorts of bits and pieces. Might be another vocalist special with Tommy and, and Zet. Keep this thing going. Why not? Um, but anyway, look, a vocalist special. And um, uh, I'm sure quite a few of you will be, uh, will have been, uh, uh, you know, be hanging on my every word waiting for the waiting for the uh, the chuck millie interview and here it comes um big thanks to claire at nuclear blast and matt denny at all about the rock for sorting this out it's fucking brilliant really happy about this um chuck was an absolute delight as you'll hear um really refreshing um different kind of interview um as you'll see for various reasons um now it starts with me basically i'm being connected by the record label so i don't so i'm not having to ring the states on my mobile and it you know basically cost me thousands of pounds so the label are connecting us via a conference call so at the beginning of this it's just me sat listener you know sat listening to beep beep while being on hold waiting to be put through to chuck so hence the fact that i have a little bit of a meltdown as you're about to hear now um but uh i hope you enjoy this it was an absolute pleasure talking to him this is um chuck billy and myself talking only a couple of days ago and so we wait that is the sound of waiting for chuck yeah, and I say waiting for Chuck. I mean, it's not kind of. It's not like he's keeping me waiting. He's being rung as we speak. I better stop doing this actually, otherwise, when if Claire comes back, it's going to sound like I'm talking to myself. Shit, I am. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's quite a realization. It's weird. You guys just feel like you're there, constantly hovering in the background of my life. Seriously, I've got to stop talking now. I, but you know I can't. You know I'm struggling. <laughs> right, okay. Silence. Hey, Howard. Hi, Chuck. How are you doing, Howard? I am very well. How are Hello. you, sir? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Um, I am very, very well. I'm very well. And um, uh, I'm, I'm going to start out by um, probably uh, giving us both a headache um, and trying and trying to we basically we met way back in the day. Um, I I sing in a, a UK thrash band called Acid Rain, um, and okay. and we supported Flotsam and Jetsam uh, that week where there was you. I think it was Exodus and Flots all headlined the Astoria all in one week. Oh shit! <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I, we we met briefly, man. It's nothing. It's nothing that you that would stand out in your memory for any reason whatsoever. 
good, all the good talking to you again. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. How have you been, old friend? <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so I've so I've got my band back together, but I also spent twenty years doing stand up comedian in be- being a stand up comedian in between. Then, so um, it's been nice. a it, yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been a varied and interesting path. But um, for you, new album coming out, uh, you must be you must be pretty excited. Um, excited and relieved, I guess is the the right word. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, it was a long, grueling process to get this record accomplished. Um, from from the day one of trying to start writing to, you know, finish recording. Yeah. Um, we put about two years into it, me and Eric. Um, and, and along those two years, of course, we had, you know, a few good tour offers that we couldn't refuse that we went out on and kind of threw a wrench in the writing process. But yeah. Um, it, it was just really grueling and really for me especially um, created some uh, some tension between me and Eric and I probably have came in to the final recording stages probably with a little bit of anger and um, you know I was I was frustrated and we really knew we had to have a record out this year and we knew that we had to have it recorded by June 15th or we wouldn't have a record and uh so we looked at Gene's schedule and seen that May, there's a couple of weeks, and we knew, shoot, man, we don't even have the songs done, but we don't have a choice. Let's book it. So we just booked it. Right. And um, everybody kind of went into the studio blindfolded a little bit, you know, even myself. Um, so I think maybe because the way we did it, it was something we didn't do before. It was an unknown kind of territory, no demos, no rehearsals. Wow. That maybe having that anxiety and frustration and just all these emotions going on about the record, maybe it was a good thing because I think maybe some of that kind of poured out or maybe put our backs against the wall and maybe really, maybe had to really make, get it done, you know. I believe I believe the, I, I believe think, the phrase I is um, short so, enough time. We didn't have to double second guess ourselves on what we were doing. We just kind of went with our gut feeling and, and went with it. Yeah, I think I think the phrase is um, it, it it lit a fire under your ass. It lit a fire under our ass. Perhaps that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect way to say. It. Yeah, no, I, well, I, well, nothing. You know, you know, they say great. The greatest art comes from struggle, and by the sounds of it, you know, you 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 kind of you kind of ended up with intentionally or not um, a shitload of struggle to deal with. And uh, and it, it, it's always interesting when everybody's out of their comfort zone, and you know you throw the cat among the pigeons and see what happens. Yeah, I mean it was really like that. I mean I know Gene. Gene went in recording. He was the first up doing the drums, and he never even heard any vocals on any songs at that point, or any solos or anything. The songs weren't even finished. There was no demos. Wow. Right. So he had a bunch of riffs just kind of going in, and Eric just kind of guiding him through what he needed to get down to put it all together. So I think everybody had to have a little bit of that going into the process. So, you know, I know, I know for a fact, Gene, you know, it wasn't the, the funnest for Gene either. So I know, you know, he was pounding the hell out of those drums, according to the engineers. And he was just hitting the hell out of them because it was, you know, a little frustrating. Yeah, well, that, but that's a good thing because at the end you listen to it and it's like, man, he killed it on those drums, you know. And whatever it was, and whatever reason that we all 
had that feeling going to this record. Maybe that's what we had to have happen for this record to succeed and outdo the last record. Yeah. Because um, you're always chasing that last record, trying to outdo it and out, you know, have the record sound better. So you're always, you're always in that mind frame. So when we went in blind, thinking, oh no, are we doing something wrong? Are we going in too soon and we're going to make a big mistake here? I mean, there's, there was a lot going on emotionally. Yeah. It's, I mean, having having been through that process um, and now being out the other side of it, presumably, like you said, there's you know there's an overall feeling of relief. Is that it, it, given the way it's turned out? Is that is that a process that you would rather never go through again, or is it something we never again? <laughs> right. I, I made it clear to Eric, you know, right away. That <laughs> I don't ever want to write a record. I did. I, I told him, you know, Eric. I just. I really didn't have a good time i didn't the process that wasn't fun i didn't really didn't enjoy it right. and um i don't ever want to do that again and i don't think he does either you know um but it was what it was like i said i just what for things happen for a reason maybe that's what had we had to go through to get the songs out the way they they ended up you know on the final recordings so, um, um, but the relief, you're right. It was a relief soon as, because we recorded all the way up to like the 14th of June, the day we were leaving or the night before we were leaving to go on tour, we were still recording. Right. So the day, the next morning when we got on that plane, believe me, I woke up like, thank God the record's done it's behind <laughs> me now. Wow. What a, what a, what a deal. You know, and at that point, we haven't even heard the mixes yet, so we were still unsure. You know, it really started coming together once Andy started putting the mixes together and we started hearing everything as a whole. Yeah. That's when we were starting to get a little excited, like, wow, man, it's coming along, wow, and then that's, that's, a good, that's really good, you know. And it all just kind of came together, you know. Man, that that has got to be the weirdest feeling, to be to be that far down the road before you're actually kind of getting something back out of it. That's... That's yeah. That's yeah. it's gotta be. That's just fucking weird. It, it was the wildest rec- recording process, and, and even Eric and commented this year. Um, yeah, I'm gonna already start writing <laughs> now. That's <laughs> you know, real good. That's a good plan because you know it'd be nice to have a record up after two years or so. You know, within two years. Yeah. Um, so you know that 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 is you know it, it, it was a big big heavy thing, and when we were done recording the record before we knew. If the record was good or not, you know, I went to Europe with Eric said, dude, I'm not doing any interviews because I'm just going to sound like I'm talking shit because I didn't have fun. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be a good interview because I'm going to be like talking shit that I wanted to strangle you. You know, so at first I was against doing press and then I said, you know what, you know, no, what, no matter what happened, it is what it is and it's what happened, happened. And, and I, I look at that's the way the record came out because it was, what we went through to get to that end. That, the end. Yeah. So I, I decided that maybe I'm just going to speak the truth of what I felt, you know? Well, I, do you know what, Chuck? That's, that is really refreshing as well because it's, it, it, it's as I'm sure you've seen, there's, there, there is a plethora of interviews out there with people going on about, oh, how great it was and it came together and there was magic in the air and this is the best stuff we've ever done and it was, right. it was great fun. And it's really, interesting to hear, it's really interesting to hear the other side of that. Of, Fuck no, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, I mean, it was really a miserable process. 
and we've done a lot of records together and, and it's yeah. great creating and writing and sitting in the rehearsal room with the rest of the guys and throwing around chops that's fun yeah we didn't get any of that on this one so you know it's just it, it's uh it, it wasn't comfortable for sure well, I, I know that I know the meaning behind the title, but it almost the the title almost seems to sort of belie a kind of a, 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 it's almost like you know Brotherhood of the Snake, as in yeah, that's us, and this you know the snake is a fucking horrible creature, and this was a fucking horrible album to make, and <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I mean uh, you know the title came up. We you know we had the we were running with the title for a while. Um, when we came across it, because, you know, it, what inspired the title actually was because Eric had made mention to me that on this record, you know, if we could try to not write some songs this time at more as personal, like the last couple records, you know, Native Blood and there songs that were more personal about illnesses and losing family and stuff like that. Yeah. Goes, let's just try to, let's try to come up with something, a story or come something visual so we can write some cool songs about and stuff. I said, all right. So I kind of, when I came across the Brotherhood of the Snake story on the internet, I kind of sent it to Eric, and, and that's when he kind of said, you know, that's actually a great title for a record, Brotherhood of the Snake. Yeah. So that kind of spawned the first thing, and, and, and you know, the whole Brotherhood was a secret society that was formed over 6,000 years ago. Yeah. And they were out basically on a mission to put down and take all other religions because they believed that their god or creator or whatever um created mankind to serve on earth as slaves to mine for our gold and minerals. Right. Okay. So it was kind of like, okay, well, that's a cool story we can build right there. You know, let's, let's run with that. Brotherhood of the Snake It's a cool title. We got, we got a, something we can build the story around. And, you know, then it all kind of grew, you know, the Pale King and songs like that and just Seven Seals. They all just kind of come in out because of the first Brotherhood of the Snake inspiration secret societies and, and I was really in a fascination with uh, I was watching uh, some shows at the time about aliens and they were document documenting showing that around the world for thousands of years different um, societies have actually documented like sightings of beings with big heads and long arms and flying objects across the sky and it just made me kind of think like maybe there is something to this you know how, how did they all have the same sightings thousands of years ago and you know so it, it made for a good connection i was fascinated and it was something that wasn't so personal and we can build something a really cool story on yeah yeah Did but you... we didn't want a concept record we, we just wanted something to get the record kick-started yeah it's more, more of a theme than a concept yes exactly yeah and did it did it feel a little bit more i kind of i don't know did it did... It, it's it's difficult. I'm being a, being a lyric writer myself. I'm 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 sort of slightly struggling to to deal with the concept of of you know of basically being told well like you know I want you to write about this and not about that. Was that was that a little bit of a straitjacket or was it nice to have the direction? Well, with this because when it's personal songs, you really got to think about what you're saying and emotion you're feeling, and you have to really create it. Where if you're writing a story about something like we are writing, you you can guide the story any way you want really yeah um so when we were writing it it made it it made it more fun for sure i think just not having to be so personal and, and think deep about you know what's going on it was it was it definitely made it a little more easier and fun and, and um, 
you know, and I worked with Dell James and Zet again, the guys that writers I've been writing with for, I've been writing with Dell almost 20 years and Zet, I think three albums now. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think the process is working pretty good, you know, as far as work with writers, you know, I, 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 at some point I came to the conclusion that, you know, I want the best lyrics that I could possibly get and have. So when I collaborate, I seem to like, it's, it works better for me to bounce ideas off of or someone to throw one at me. Maybe I didn't think of. Yeah. And we seem to get stuff written faster at that point as far as lyrics go. Like when me and Zet sit down, we, we write a song in a day or two. Same with Dell, one or two songs in a day. If we sit down and get cut and we're ready, we do it. Right. So do you so do you start out with a do you start out with a kind of a framework of of what you know what you're looking for from the song a theme a title or it could be a few few lines do you do you go in kind of pre prepared uh, um, I have the I usually have the concept for the, for the I have the title sometimes off chorus line it's just you know the hook line and and so we build off of that but. Um, we sit down and figure it out. Usually, I, I got an idea where we're going to go, and then once I throw that idea, that we just we just start rolling, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a really good thing. It's, it's I enjoy it. You know, some people go, oh, I want to, I don't want to share my publishing. You know, I'm going to do it all myself. Yeah, you know, I could think that way, but I think that's a little bit selfish for the fans. I think I'll write better lyrics and give a better product at the end of the day. By working with somebody, and, and I, I know it's better because I, I just see, I see it in on the paper, you know. That's I mean, well, that I mean, that's admirable. It really is. I mean, I've I've never um I've never really written with anyone, and and um I don't know. I kind of uh, it, it's it's it, yeah, it's it's always been kind of my thing. Um, but I I totally get where you're coming from, and if you're you know if you're if you're able to kind of open up like that and 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 write with people, then um then it, it, it yeah, as you say, it, it must be kind of freeing as opposed to that pressure of you've got to search inside yourself and churn up a lot of stuff that maybe you, you don't particularly want to get in touch with. Yeah, exactly. And in this one, in this case of this record, since we're going up the Brotherhood of the Snake and the whole concept of that. We it made it definitely a little less you know yeah it, I didn't have to think as hard as the stories kind of came out Eric was we we're throwing titles out of songs and what could be and it just kind of created you know yeah it must be it must be really weird though not having that opportunity to to demo stuff as well where you you know you actually get to kind of sit with the songs and listen back to them a while and and kind of think yeah maybe I'll try it differently you know next time that must have been again that that increases well, the pressure yeah it, it was really weird i mean eric has his little demo spot at home and i have one at my house so i had all the riffs i just didn't have completed songs so i i was writing lyrics i wrote lyrics to everything over the lead sections over the intros because <laughs> i didn't know where 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 they started started or finished i know eric, i know exactly yeah i know exactly write, where you're coming right lyrics <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly so where did. you're coming so from some, so some of the songs i came back to the to eric with when i sang them and he the first thing it says no, that's where the lead goes. I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't know that. So yeah, but I like what I'm doing. And and sometimes we mix my lyrics, and but sometimes we kept it because he goes, oh, you know what? That sounds good. Let's keep that. Find yep. a new part there. So you know, I, I had been doing my my bit, you know, over over a long period of time. Yeah, um, we right. just couldn't we just couldn't 
start the song and finish it and demo them up. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So you, it's just kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. You had all the bits, you just didn't get a, a chance total to jigsaw put it puzzle. I had so many pieces just on my recording room down there, and I just was writing and just tracking and going, okay, but they're parts. There's just a bunch of parts here. You know, I don't, I don't hear the songs yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know, I know exactly exactly that experience actually because we're we're putting some stuff together at the moment, and I've and I've put I've put a chorus on top of what is supposed to be a pre-chorus, and then, and nothing on the pre-chorus, and you know, like you said, done stuff over where the leads are, and and you know, like you say, it's just kind of like, well, you, you know, you do what feels right, and then it, move it around, and and maybe some some parts move, and maybe they don't. Right. You know, you've, yeah. you've just got it, uh, but again, so, I, mean, I guess I guess the lucky thing is Eric really wrote some some good stuff, and it all kind of came together in a, in some whacked out, crazy kind of a way. But it did, you know. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. As long as the end result is, you know, is it? And I mean, by the sounds of it, you and Eric kind of um, have been in the band together many many years. But by the sounds of it, you you kind of learn things about each other that you hadn't learned before. Well, we do, but we, we fight really good like brothers, though. You know? <laughs> we, we, we can argue and fight with the best of them. Right. Um, but, but that's how long we've been together. And he knows who I am and I know who he is. And we're just, we don't hold back when it comes to <laughs> talking to each other. But, that's, you know? but that means that you get to where you, that means you get to where you want to go a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so... It, it, it's uh, it, it's a good thing. It's something that uh, you know. I, someone pointed out to me recently that you know I've been in this band longer in this band than I've been uh, almost. Uh, you know, I've been on the earth here, and I've been most of my life in this band. More more than half my life in this band. Wow. You know. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, a, that's a serious amount of years to be. Uh, yeah, so, well, yeah, I mean, it, there's there's plenty of there's plenty of people that refer to like you know people in their band as brothers, but that is pretty much that's family right there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really got to be that at, at some point, especially for longevity of, of bands. You know, it's um, yeah, it's very important. But it also it's it's well look the, the the key is communication isn't it and as you just said there you know you you both can talk to each other absolutely say what you like to each other and and that is you know that's the very essence of communication and that's what ke- keeps bands from breaking up. Yeah, but you know I mean I don't I doubt I don't think we were close to the breakup point but I mean that was the closest time I was like you know good strangle eric i think uh, you know <laughs> <in this> process <laughs> of getting a record done i mean i was i was just really really having a hard time yeah yeah no i i appreciate that i appreciate that so you so obviously you are you're looking forward to getting out on the road and and playing these finished songs oh hell yeah and now and now that we got some great songs it's like woo! now it's the easy part and the fun part let's just go you know, kick ass and bump this new record, everybody. Because we're, we're pretty pumped up. We're really excited for everybody to hear it. Um, because it is, it is special. There's nothing special to it, you know. Just, I think, you know, like we were talking about, just everything that me and Eric went through to get to this point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's well, and well, like you say, yeah, it, that's that's something special. Are you going to be able to get? Um, is Gene going to be doing um, plenty of touring duty with you, or is that is that still yes. to be? Oh, that's Gina's, great. Uh, Gene and Steve and Alex, yes. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because I've 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 known Gene for years. I toured with him in in '89 um, with Nuclear Assault, Dark Angel, and Candlemass throughout Europe. Um, and um, you know, he's. I, I spoke to him on the podcast not long ago, and you know, Testament is is you know one of his favourite things to do, as he would say. Yeah, and you know, and he, you know, everybody seems to keep busy. Gene still does, you know, his death and Dark Angel and whatever other projects come down the road. Same with Steve, same with Alex. So it's good. The group is pretty healthy, just because everybody gets to have their outlets and and. And do what they do, you know. So it's I think Test right now is in a real healthy spot, you know. Yeah, and you and of course you have your um you have your management business as well. How does how does that um work when you're on the road? Is that you know is that basically um, well, just email? Of course, you of know, course, you yeah. Know, like communication every day by email. I'm always always on my emails, and there's always something going on. Um. Yeah, it, it's been it's been good, but you know when I'm out of the country and business that's taken care of here Johnny or Maria who are my partners uh, they handle business if I can't yeah so is um, is that Maria Ferrero yes well well wow. uh, John Zazzola yeah well Zazzola. that that is bizarre because I remember getting um I remember getting a um, uh, a copy of the of the first MOD album from Maria and she sent yeah. that she sent that to me um, on behalf of Scott from Anthrax to trade for my band's first demo. Um, right back when I was back when wow. I was yeah I know but I know that's why that name is just kind of like dropped into my head. I'm I've got the biggest smile on my face at the moment. I have not heard that name in quite some time. Yeah, so we we started our company about two years ago. You know, and we started out with like uh, Exodus and. We got a band, Shattered Sun, and we're managing Venom Inc. now, and Soil Work, and uh, a couple other artists. So it's uh, it's keeping us pretty busy. That's cool. That's a nice little roster, Venom Inc. Nice to know that you're yeah. signing. Nice to know you're signing bands up from the UK. Um, I know another yeah. band. You know, I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, you know, I know another band that could do with some representation. Um, yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, so have you got any, have you got any um, any uh, solid dates for the UK yet? Um, well, we're coming over there in. Um, oh shit! They're two, already out, aren't weeks. they? Yes. On fuck. A, a Modern Mark tour. We're going to be over there real shortly. Of course, shit. I, yeah. No. I, um. I. I. I did actually know that. Um. I will, <laughs> but that and that's that's nice. Yeah, is, well, I think the first day of the tour, the record comes out. Yeah. So perfect timing. And is that going to be? Is that going to be a co-headline, or is or is that you? Oh uh, no, they're they're headlining. We're supporting. You know. Asked us to uh, support the tour. I think I'm almost shoot almost a year ago. Uh, this is put together. That's that's awesome. So so how long a set are you playing each night? We have 50 minutes, so it's around around 10 songs, something like that. Right. Okay. Well, that, that's I. <laughs> I remember having this conversation with Zet last time he was over, and he was like, "Supporting man, it's the way forward." I fucking love it. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah less than an hour. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's it, yeah it's a real it's it, i mean that's that and that's a lovely that's a lovely kind of way to just kind of get back on the horse isn't it and 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 get those new songs out well, it'll be a great well. tour for us because i think there's some opportunity for us to possibly um play in front of some fans younger fans and maybe some fans that aren't necessarily in the testament or haven't got a chance to be in the testament yet yeah absolutely so, I think it's going to be good. We'll bring a different style to their fans because we'll bring our some cool thrash and uh, you know they'll do their thing, and I'm sure Grand Magus will do their thing. So I think it's going to make for a pretty good show. Yeah, and I, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think um, there's 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 a lot to be said for um, for playing in front of people who who like you say who may may not necessarily be into you. Um, and uh, yeah. you know, I, 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 you know, I remember back in the day, it was just like kind of like you know, no, no, we just want to, you know, you just want to play with thrash bands in front of thrash fans, and everyone else can fuck off. Um, but it's, it, you know, it, it's it, the old. I think the older you get, the more you're kind of open to like, no, this would be really cool to play to people who don't know us. That's that's a that's a different challenge, and that's fun. Yeah, at this point in our lives and careers, we're trying to play places we've never been yet, or in front of crowds or people we haven't had the opportunity and i think this is probably one of the the perfect opportunities they're going to play some really good venues and some good rooms it looks like ticket sales are doing really well so i think it's going to be a good it's a good that we make for this to start the record cycle yeah absolutely absolutely a lovely way to do it a really well attended uh, tour where you where you're supporting that's uh that's uh yeah that's 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 the one that is that is definitely the one um uh, yeah so what do you, what are your plans after that? Are you back to the states? Is there then a, is then a break, or are you are you just straight back out on the road? Yeah, right after that, uh, we get home December first and take the holiday break, the New Year's break, and we'll start uh, 2017 February first on the 70,000 tons of metal cruise. That's what that'll kick off the two, 2017 uh, touring cycle. Oh wow, man! You you it's like. I, like you say, you know, it might have been a nightmare putting the album together, but the tour seems to have been perfectly timed. A nice, a nice, you know, a nice, really well attended support show. Christmas and New Year's to yourself, and then you start with the uh, with the with the metal cruise. That sounds that sounds like a really nice way to start start a touring cycle. It, it is. It's, uh, we're looking forward because it's uh, you know we got I think mapped out through maybe like next August or. You know, September, I think we've got kind of mapped out what we're doing. So it looks like it's going to be quite busy. And I think um, hopefully once the record drops and people get it, and hopefully people get excited and uh, we can keep touring a little more <laughs> on this record. Yeah, and no, well, I, well, it, and and it, so that's obviously something that that's obviously something you want to do because I know you know I know a lot of bands are like I know we've all got to be out on the road now, but it's 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 still you know it's still hard work. Yeah, it is. I mean, people don't realize it. You know, I mean, the the, the shows the part and the payoff, but you know what you do all day to get to that point is not necessarily the most glamorous and and. You know, fun thing to do all day sitting on a bus or in a dressing room. You know. Yeah. 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 And no, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I really do. Um, <laughs> I, I, it, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just like you said, you, you, you deserve the, um, you, you must feel like you kind of deserve some, uh, uh, some payback after having had such a tough time in the studio. It, it, it certainly seems like the touring is, um, you know, is, is working out. You know, it's, it's a nice kind of 
just reintroduction back in uh, back into playing live and and you're going to be on so you're, you're hoping to be on the road for a, a, at least a kind of year 18 months for this one at least you know and i think uh you know like i said earlier we're, we're definitely focused to get a record out sooner than later you know we're not, we're not spring chickens anymore and don't want to wait another four years <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I no, absolutely. And the thing is, like you say, you know, because you're doing this, because you're doing this, like UK and European support tour, you're there. You're then open to come back, like next year, with a with a full on head tra- headline track of your own. Right after the festival, we're, we're planning a European full headline tour. Right. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, oh, no, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, well, look, Chuck. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. I really appreciate you for taking the taking the time out and um, and, and and having a chat. Um, it's um, and, and do you know what? November the fourth, the Roundhouse in London. I will see you there. Sounds good, man. Cool, we'll man. See you then. Cool, e- excellent. Well, have a good day, and thanks again for your time. I will see you. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Bye, bye. And there you have it. That's um, that's Chuck and I chatting. Chuck and I chatting the other day. Um, how cool was that? Um, I mean, what a lovely guy. What an absolutely lovely guy. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not going to do the usual, oh, you know, we had a great chat. Because um, you heard that, didn't you? Uh, or at least I hope you did. And, um, yeah, I mean, just absolutely, yeah, just really cool. Really cool. And, that, and so refreshing, wasn't it? So refreshing to not have somebody just going, oh, yeah, you know, it was fucking great. And, you know, it's probably the best time we've ever been in the studio. And he's just going, no, fucking hated it. Never want to record an album like that ever again. Never. It's just so refreshing. So refreshing. Um, So talked a big, a fair bit of bollocks with Chuck there. Um, It was really good of him to to carve that time out for us. And, um, And that is the podcast, folks. That is the end of another episode of Talking Bollocks. It's amazing how these have, um, how these all add up. And it's again, I have to say thank you to everybody, every one of you who listens. I really do appreciate it. Um, um, uh, you know, I'm. I, I'm thankful. Like in the the fact that more than ten people download this is absolutely beyond my fucking comprehension. So um, thank you very much. Wherever you are, wherever you may be listening to this in the world, um, thank you. Get in touch. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know you know which episodes you like, which episodes you don't like, etc. etc. Twitter at Talking Bollocks with a Z on the end instead of an S. It's dead easy to find me. Um, uh, also Facebook, Facebook um, uh, at Talking Bollocks. Well, yeah, Facebook dot Talking Bollocks. I think something like that. Whatever. Fucking find it. Um, and uh, and and there's a YouTube channel, and we're on all about the rock. And obviously, you you subscribe and download as you do. Please do remember um, if you do- download these episodes to your phone using Wi-Fi, that means that you do not use any data okay if you've got a data limit fucking don't stream these what are you mad seriously download via wi-fi cost you nothing and also if people ever say to you oh i've tried with those but they're too long or fucking well am i gonna have three hours spare just please just you know remind them that they don't have to listen to three hours all at once and that you can basically listen to it there's not another one out for a month so you can just keep dipping in and dipping out you know that's why i'd suggest anyway i haven't got all the answers i'm just suggesting that maybe when you look at something and it's three hours long it's not a movie you don't have to sit down and listen to the whole thing at once you really don't but wherever you are wherever you're listening now whether you're listening on headphones in your bath 
feeling the warm water slowly caressing your sack or your breasts if you're a woman this has gone fucking weird fucking quickly um or if you're if you're on the bus you know because you're a you're a peasant because um, that's a joke that's a joke but you're or you're driving or you're on the tube or you're on the metro lake up in newcastle all right where geordie kurabi lives who used to be in fucking motley crew lake um, uh you know wherever you are whatever part of the world i really appreciate you listening i really do and i do mean you i don't mean anybody else i'm not referring to anyone else out there i specifically mean you yes you thank you very much it's great i appreciate it and i hope you continue to listen for many more years yet because uh, that's how long we're going to keep this fucking thing going okay so next month's looking good hope you enjoyed this month and um and that was me not ranting um came close a couple of times but and again i can't you know i must say it's not because you know, i it, i'm not doing away with rants i am not don't think for a minute that howard is still very much alive okay it's just that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at peace with the world, man. Uh, no, not really. Just, it's been one of those months, and, and like I said, you know, I don't have to be a ranty machine, do I? Hopefully you've still enjoyed the podcast. And if you haven't, well, c'est la vie. You'll never get that two hours and 40 minutes back, but hope you enjoyed it anyway. So, it now comes to that, um, now comes to that point of the show where I introduce the final part of it, which is, of course, is the song. Destrage, um, uh, a means to no end. The album is out now. It's cracking. Probably going to be on the on the the best of list for the year. Great guys, great band, and this song is called "Don't Stare at the Edge." See you next month. See you. See you next month. Okay, look, hear from you. You'll hear from me next month. Whatever. Next month. Later. Later. Ne- later next month. What the? F- I, you know, it's gone reasonably well, reasonably smoothly, reasonably smooth up to now. So. Uh, see you next month speak to you next month smash you in the face next month I don't know whatever next month Talking Bollocks will come out and um, we'll speak again then well we won't it'll just be me speaking at you but you get the fucking picture this is Death Strange Don't Stare at the Edge okay I just need to mention I think I might have got the album wrong title a couple of times it is No Means to No End okay No Means to No End out now